We're live. Oh, okay. Hey, guys. We, uh... You know, we're, it's the off-season. You know, we're chilling. Hanging out for a bit. How's it going? What's up? I hope everyone got home safe from the playoffs. Um, I did not. I, um... I, I, got, I got the summer virus. I got the summer virus. Man down. I don't have COVID, but it's it's bad, guys. I'm coughing a lot, so I have to mute my mic. So I'll I'll rely on my trusty deskmates, co-hosts, to talk for most of the podcast. Um, I really wish Fishman was here, but alas, a little UK lad, laddie, I don't know where he is. Little fish guy. Oh, hey, what's up, Jaws? <laughs> hey. No, 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 no. Do the read. Do the read first. Wait. <laughs> Admiral, <laughs> this bit sucks. Yeah, just... No, this bit sucks. No, stop the bit. Stop the bit. No, no, no. Stop the bit. It's... Jack, you're supposed to come it, in after he does the read. I thought read. we were coming in before the read. I thought it was going to be intro. Then then we come in, then we do you the read. Suck. Okay, well. You guys this... suck. Okay. It was my idea right. too, and I still fucked it up. Admiral right. just okay. starts shouting. I, okay, Connor, Connor, you, yeah, Connor, Connor, you can yeah, come you in can, now. You can come in now. Connor, Connor. you can, you can unmute, unmute your uh, everything now. Come in, dude. Activate video, Connor. Come on, Connor. Why, why are you doing this to us? Come on. Vast. Well, it looks like coronavirus got him. Unlucky. Check, check the votes real quick. Let's see if very, if Chad is based. Oh yeah, actually yeah. Who's check the, the votes real quick. Let's see how based they are. Oh my God, they're right. They're right. They were right. Abast is not here. Ooh. Yeah, they were oh. Abast 44%. Based well, on I mean, the poll, voters. The poll is ongoing as he's currently not here, but <laughs> yes. Abast. Oh, well. Who's no surprised? Absolutely he, nobody. He very much said yesterday at 3.26 p.m. PST. I can be on. That's fine with me. Um, I guess he's too busy eating canes with his championship. Trophy, just like RuPaul. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, he's joined the Discord. Oh, he's joined Hang the on. Discord. Oh. You said you said the magic words, Johnny. The summoning ritual. You said eating canes. Eating canes. Canes. Canes Dude. chicken. Canes. It gets the Overwatch people going. I don't know where it is. Anyway. Oh, I've never had canes, actually. I want to try it. Me neither. I've never had it. I had Korean fried chicken yesterday. It ruined Ooh. me. It. I don't know. Yeah. Kimchi fried rice, tteokbokki, and like some spicy sauce. Like it is. Soy pog. Yo, do, do, are, are you actually supposed to like handle handle that food? Like is your body supposed to be able to meta metabolize that? Because, Maybe not. Because I don't Maybe, know. I don't know. Maybe not. It's, it's like people. poisonous. Like I'd rather have poisonous shrooms than eat spicy tteokbokki. What? Yeah, what I'm sure saying? it treats me better. Oh, okay. There you go. There's RuPaul there, on his date. He Finally got there, a date. And Welcome back to the show. Calling Connor, in. Everybody. First timer. First time, no long time. Connor, he's muted. Can't hear he's, him. He's muted. He's, he's muted. muted. Connor, everybody. He, wow, w winning a championship, and he looks so Hello. clean. He looks so. There he is. You, you're you're glowing. You though, What's the skincare Hello. routine? Drop the skincare routine, my man. Hmm. I'm looking clean. This, this I feel is like about death, how... and he, he just likes like he's in heaven. Fix it. This is about how well I expected the first episode back to Hello? be, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be yeah, very honest. Hello, welcome back. Hello, I can hear everyone. Hi, everybody. Yay. How Hi. are we doing? 
I saw we're, we're looking good. at the Raising Cane's photo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, we're kind of geniuses over here. Yeah, it's kind of smart for me. Oh, that's yeah. We're kind of geniuses. I have a geniuses. photo on I, I love I the on Ben Scoot tweet. My man. My man. My man. <laughs> My man. Yeah, it's been a good time. Also, I have to get out by two, uh, about hour 20. <laughs> okay, that's really awesome. If you were earlier, Connor, like we planned, uh, well, you the problem is some of us have to work. Have to, so like, no, no, you know, some of us mm. still have jobs. So <laughs> we have to. I still have to do some stuff. That's so fucked. I, this that is, my is job. unbelievably fucked up. So I, uh, <laughs> I, I came late, and also because I have to share this mm. space with other people because there's a shoot going on that we have in Miami for our misfits stuff for our influencers later. That I'm like, it's a whole mess. Okay, there's a lot of shit going on, man. My life has been moving. Then Toronto, then down here, then going to another event to help. Like, okay, shit's hot. Oh, look at me with my fancy job, and my fancy nine-five, my fancy down here for a uh, my fancy salary that I get paid for and I get raises. And oh, look at me, look at me, <laughs> look at me go. I also Ooh, have Team USA. I'm supposed to have Super TF potentially being in the oh. office in about a week as well. That's pretty. So epic. we'll see. Doing content. We'll see if his ass gets something. I've been, I've been asking him and he's been being bitch made he's just been like no i don't want to come here i don't want my streamer life my streamer life i don't want to get on the plane i'm like bro you can just take first class to over here man you could get you could buy like 40 first classes and you'd still be able to afford your lambo albert crazy. albert actually dropped that yesterday on his stream on his leak stream he dropped that like super it's like yeah just just play Kalush. super super mike bail yeah. one month yeah month that's super that's super for you. He's entered his streamer lifestyle, and then is what it is. Doesn't want to do anything apart from maybe stream. So when, the, when does he hit the dating a VTuber? When does that hit? That's got to be I don't soon, know. right? He's, it's it's got to be probably full soon. streamer mode. Dating are a VTuber is up next. We are yeah, live. Yeah, we are live. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> 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 I thought you were saying it. <laughs> you imagine oh, about crazy it was that Connor leaked something really wild. That yeah. would be like, Connor's like, guys, Bro, I can't like, believe you know that you know the Oppenheimer leak? It's, it's, it's time for me to find a talk no, about the Oppenheimer that leak. Not, yeah, the Oppenheimer. That's the one leak still that's not coming out anytime soon. The, Oppenheimer you know the craziest thing is, about that is I don't know if I know it because I might know it, but because I don't know what you you think it is, I can't yeah. confirm whether I know it or not. But it's I, a spider man I mean. Yep. Like it's yep. <laughs> no way of confirming. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I've sent you. But that's how you know, know the podcast conversation is good. But I've asked second guesses. Oh, okay. I do. I do know it. I yeah. do know. I do know that one. I know it yeah, intimately, you know. actually. Yeah, I know that one. Podcast <laughs> so intimately. good, it makes you question reality. Wait, do Someone... I know Avril? I don't know what you know, bro. I don't know your name. Okay, okay, everybody start. Okay, everybody start. This is the podcast of all time. How is this the word podcast? People came up to me all the time. The grandfather's been being like, "I love Plat Chat." Okay. They, oh, people really coming up was like, I, I love Platchat. Like half the people, I did like a two hour meet and greet thing at the final day. And I, and people were like, half the people were like, honestly, I'm pretty sure they didn't even know who I was. They just wanted, they just like Platchat. They were just like, yeah, this is a good, they're like, I like Platchat. I don't know if I like you that much, but like Platchat. Yeah. Yeah. How's everyone feeling, by the way? Anyone boomed from Toronto? I am sick. Yep. You're sick? No. I heard that there was okay. a sickness going around at the after party. That's not necessarily the Rona. Though, yeah, yeah, somebody great. kissed I somebody. Caught that. Yep. Did I, I did not. Party the whole so. time. I'm I'm chilling. Yeah. So did I. So did I for the most part. Like I didn't. I we were there for the pretty much the whole time too. I don't. I don't think we caught it either. So no. everything is. 
but I, I was really fucking dude. I don't know if you guys do you guys see Dante at the after party? His he had yeah, no dude, voice. He sloshed. He had yeah. to mime. He had to mime. He literally he tweeted about it too. He literally has no voice. He can't talk. He yeah. lost his voice and has been gone for like two days. It's like it's stolen by Ursula, the sea witch. That shit is like he's got he's got no voice at all. It was so funny. <laughs> we tried to my voice for the show too. match, and he literally walks on stage and just goes like Johnny. I, 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 I can't talk. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, bro, we're about to play an Overwatch game, and <laughs> you don't have a voice. Oh man, <laughs> he oh, he was God. he was his voice was literally gone. My voice was bad too towards the end oh. of it, but like. Not so, nearly as bad what, as it is. So he tweeted there, um, Jello revoice. That shit goes crazy. Really? Jello revoices, voice. yes. That's some NA oh, only really? thing. I've it's a never German, heard of well, it. Well, it's a European thing. It's a, a German thing, but you can get it on Germans. Amazon. It's quite expensive um, in the US, but. Jello like, revoice. Yeah, when you use it, it like it feel you can feel like a, a coating in your in your throat, like your and like your voice box and stuff. It's kind of yeah, it goes crazy actually. What? If how you does use that when you've like blown out your voice slightly? Yeah, that's it. That's it. If you use that when you've blown out your voice slightly casting, like you can go, you can go more. You could do more. You can get to a higher level. You probably shouldn't because you'll probably just permanently damage your voice. But yeah, that shit goes hard if you're ever um huh. at LAN screaming. Damn, that would have saved my ass at World Cup 2019. Yeah. I, I didn't know no one told me about it. Oh. Be the best kept European secret. You time. know what also would have helped you at World Cup in 2019? Uh oh. Manscaped, baby! Manscaped! Oh. oh! Yeah! Let's go. It's October. Oh, October. October. Fellas, can you smell the pumpkin spice in the air? If you haven't heard, it's fresh face fall. And nobody else can give your face the love it needs other than our friends at Manscaped. The folks who change to below your belt are here to help you with their brand new handman, the electric face shaver. Designed to give your face that smooth finish without the mess of a wet shave, it's the perfect tool for men with all beard lengths, whether you're lining up your neckline or taking it all off to feel that autumn breeze. Make sure to join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Head to manscaped.com, use code PLATCHAT for 20% off and free shipping. Don't be a bad apple this year, choose Manscaped. Here we go. Face shaver, good sure. to have for broadcast. Save my ass yeah. in Toronto. I try to look clean for the playoffs. You were looking clean. You were looking very clean, honestly. Thank you, sir. Thank that, you. As, as you always do. But I mean, I hope, I hope Manscaped. We love your products, but maybe you put out like a, you put a ball toner that smells like pumpkin spice, perhaps. Any thoughts Yo! on that? Any thoughts on that? Yo, there's some free R and D right there. Yeah, it's it, listen. The people are going crazy with pumpkin right now. I just made my. Just made my fall Trader Joe's run, you know? Make a bunch of the pumpkin shit. Like, it's going crazy. Are you crazy. growing pumpkins on your windowsill yet? No. I don't think, I don't know how well pumpkins would grow in the Florida climate. To be really? honest. Are you, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it's too hot, right? Too, wait, do they it use is, humidity it is. or do they need dryness? I don't even I don't, know. I don't know which they use because it's, it's, it's hot for my pumpkins too, which is why we trust Manscaped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, this guy's so good. Get him doing the reads. No, I, I've done the read. I've done the read. Oh, okay, great. 20% off free shipping. There you 20% off free shipping with code PLATCHAT. Guys, Plat I, 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 you know, I've been busy. I've been in Toronto and stuff, but I'll, I'll be sending you some Manscaped stuff. Don't worry. Yeah. We, 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 they, they, like, they like us. They like us. So uh, they're, they're going to allow us to Let's fucking go. Yeah. There's also a ton thanks, of people that like Plat Chat. I also Thanks to the great people or our viewers, our fans. Thanks yeah. to you guys, our listeners, viewers, mm. fans. 
Mouse, they like help us. us out. We have so, one partner that likes us. This is big. Yeah. We have to hold on Finally. to them for dear life. <laughs> we have to hold on to this one sponsorship for dear it's life. more than the Overwatch someone, someone, so someone came up and told us they bought Freeze Pipes as well. I was like, go that guy. Oh, hell good. yeah. Bought the Freeze Pipe. What a sponsorship okay. that was. Yeah. And, I actually of, had multiple of which, people. A lot of people did come up to me as well, Connor, and were like, to me and Scott, when we were doing shit after the cast and shit, and they were like, oh, we love Plat Chat. I'm like, wow, there are dozens of you. This is dozens. crazy. There are True. dozens. It's, it's at least kind of twelve. Awesome, at least actually. twelve. It's. A, I don't know if you guys felt this as well. Um. May, well, yeah. Connor definitely is. Uh. Would like meeting people, but it was funny going to land and being like, "Oh yeah, people really like watching Overwatch," because <laughs> like we're just in the studio so much, and we're like we. It's same with Plat Chat, right? To a lesser extent, but we're in the studio so much. We're broadcasting. We're doing it online and stuff. And then when you actually go to a LAN and a big event, and then people are like, "Oh hey, we love Plat Chat," or like you just see a ton of people like going crazy at the screen while we're like shouting and shit it's just yeah it felt it felt always feels strange after being in a studio for so long or like sometimes obviously with you Avril, like being at home uh like mm. broadcasting and stuff and um no it was, it was really sweet it was really cool True. And yeah surprisingly right there. large amount of plat chatters um, always cool. nice to see fans get a place to gather because i think that's yeah. like everyone wants to i mean people want lands people want fucking lands you know yeah. it's just yeah. the truth it is yeah yeah, it Just feels a, super a rewarding. place to hang out with the homies. Sometimes, sometimes you know, like m many old heads in esports, they just go like, "Oh, there's no financial future in esports. There's no, you know, you can't can't you know support your family. You can't you know build a pension fund. You know, working in esports, which is kind of true, but as long as I work in esports, I've just come to realize that it's a bit of a blessing because you get to you know just make people happy and they come up to you and they're just like hey i love listening to the show you know thank yeah. you so much for all you do and it just feels incredibly rewarding so thank you to all the fans out there makes it feel it makes me feel the only, thing, the only thing i wish we did is obviously if, if we if we did the pledge stream that would have been sick but if we somehow got to record a live episode there that would have been, that would have made for me the entire that would have been sick i had that yeah, thought that i was like what if fans like, like yeah that would have been nice. Yeah, very dude, the plat chat. Everyone was like, "Where's the plat? Where's the venue co-stream?" Because we were gonna do it on the plat chat channel. And the full story is now they're on leak mode. Albert's just been giving away his soul oh, for yeah. leaks. He just did. I don't know if you saw. Albert just did yeah, a stream I last saw. night. Was like, yeah. Any any time you sub, I'll just leak shit. That's that's so, like I was like season by the way. Our next episode is one join. We leak. should do that. We should do. We that. should. I mean, I'm yeah. telling you, we'd have some bangers to throw out there. We'd have some absolute bangers to throw out there. But like, here's my first thing of the offseason for free, is that the co-stream was locked in, but then the person that was in charge of it went on sick leave, and Defiant just didn't pass along the plans, so the venue, the co-stream didn't happen from that point. So because of what, and I don't believe the person that got sick at all here, because they had, they were sick, they had to leave, like it's not their fault at all. It's just, there was just no other communication between that, and the whole thing just fell apart. So I was also, like... Also, if you're gonna, if you're gonna leak that, it deserves <laughs> saying that the stream pretty much just would have been you. <laughs> yeah, but and, I mean, people yeah, would have been popping in. People still would have been popping in and out. Like, yes, yeah, it would have yeah, been yeah, me hosting. It, it wouldn't have but... been like Plat Chat Valorant. No, it would have like, been my stream. Five dedicated yes. people. It would have been a yes, mass yes. hosting it and then people rotating yes. in and out. So. But also, we had sick. props planned. Yeah. I was going to have a big wheel. I was going to have a big in person wheel. I was going to run around the venue and ask people for like in person elves. I was planning to buy a bunch of shit and just like, I wanted what I want. One of the ideas is I wanted to buy one of those really thin tables and I wanted to smash through the table. So I was gonna like run up, like running jump, like, <laughs> ah! 
like like proper table, elbow slam and just like smash through it and like it would have been really it would have been fucking i've been wanting to do that for a long time i've wanted to do smash through a table for a while so okay. remember Welcome to okay. Jacob, Jacob France. France wants to leave. What's happening next year? I literally already, year. already well, leaked okay, it okay. to BP. I already told BP it. We had $10 million yeah, yeah. invitational next year. We, we, we need to be careful about setting a precedent here. So, you know, maybe we'll do a dedicated show next week where we, we will do that because sure. it's generally fun. A dedicated we, show. Uh, a dedicated like show a where we just leak the entire everything. We just leak everything. That's yeah. Con it's all coming out. Contract. You gotta be Double. wary, you know? When you said you wanted to break tables, I'm like, bro, slow down, Striker. You don't need to get started. It's the same. No, but I was going to do it for fun. Not just because I was angry. I was going to be like, oh, I was going to be elbowing through tables. Like, you know, it was going to be crazy. I do like a wrestling thing where we set it on fire. Probably not that, actually. I probably wouldn't set the table on fire. No, <laughs> I, probably, probably, I would probably not wouldn't trust do that one. But it was I think Albert leaked yesterday that uh, two people like, Dude, were slamming tables. I think chatting. it was Hagapun and someone else. Yeah, Hagapun and Zephyr. So he's like, in the Valorant category doing this shit. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Bro was in the Valorant category. Dude, can, can, you, can, you, can you scroll down, Solomon? Wow. Can you see like the tags on this broadcast? No, you can't. What if you go to like the profile? Oh, it doesn't exist. Right. One of his tags one was like. One it was like one of the tags was like muscle mommies welcome or something like that. Muscle mommies. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's a good tag. Yeah. Base <laughs> tag. Um, quick shout out to Mason Bridgers for the twenty bucks. I've asked so far. It's the greatest video to ever surface the internet. Hashtag freezepipe Johnny. Thank you for Hashtag the twenty freeze bucks, pipe Johnny. Thank you, Mason. With that twenty bucks, we can pay about. That is a good. Speed. That is a good video. A bit. This is a very good video. A little bit, and thank you, Adrian, for the sub. Um, so yeah, I think we might do a Q and A session next week or something because we got. I don't know what the heck's going on, but it could be fun. But we should talk about the playoffs. We should, especially because sure. I have an hour and seven minutes. Yeah, remaining. yeah. So I've asked. You're a world champion, buddy. How does it feel? Bro, no, people... don't give him. <laughs> I am a world bro, champion. I am a world, world champion. Why does bro no, think bro. he's on the team? Why is he I not am on the team? He's on there. Misfits. He's not even on main. There I am. There's my ass. No way. How do you have more real estate than swing? That's But hey, the real estate. No, this. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say it. Can we zoom out the pick a bit? Can we zoom out the pick here, Solomon? Just had like like this pick. There was a little bit of poor organization here because so. So you see players, obviously players. In the front, Albert, I think that's perfectly fair. Ben Spoon, Mr. Spoon on the right, that's the owner, CEO. Like, I think that's fair. His son, Asher, is the one in the blue jacket. But I want to tell you the real fraud watch here. Real fraud watch is right, right there in the middle, right, literally right next to the fucking trophy. Eamon, love the guy to death. He's our videographer. He's very involved. The pro rushed in to be in the front <laughs> row. He's the main character. The the I'm like, I'm like, what? Gravy he was one of the coaches and swear, like their asses are in the back. <laughs> like I went to the back. I made sure to go to the back. Okay. I was not trying to get up front. Swing's just fucking short. So like that's on yeah, her. But like short. I went to the back. Like the real the only real fraud watch of this photo is fucking our aim and our video arbor just <laughs> ran to the front to be right next to the trophy. I'm like, I'm like, why is bro here? He just ran in. Oh, like fuck. everyone else was like perfectly fine in their places, I think. I think everyone else was fine. I the best part is like BP like took a still of me, like everyone rushed the stage. And like I ran up, it's like, oh, good job, everyone. You know, then I backed off. And I'm just in there clapping, you know, and then, like there's like me just like way off to the side, <laughs> just like clapping of like one by one. They also asked me like everyone, they're like, do you want to rate, like do a picture with you in the trophy? And I'm like, blood, I did not 
win the trophy. <laughs> like, I did not do anything. Like, Albert and Gumba and them, obviously, were, like, directly, and Swing were, like, directly contributing to the competitive operations of the team. But, like, I'm just, like, the social guy, you know? What I'm you just, like... Done. You sh you should have gotten a photo with with someone's MVP trophy though, because you did contribute to the marketing. You were the marketing. I did. I will say campaign. the MVP trophy that should be the MVP and the <laughs> Dennis Avalka the the and, and the All Star. That Look should be him. me. There I is. should I should have gotten that one for sure. Oh my god! You know That's you're not sad. even that pumped. Like everyone's like, holy shit, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like, why am I? It's not my. It's like not really. Once again, it's like I'm. So why did like, you go up there? <laughs> I did. Why? Well, because I still want to talk to them and thank them and like, yes, I was part. I like. Did stuff with obviously I worked on the team and ran stuff. I run the or like it's not my it's not my moment, you know? It's their moment. Can you go back, it, Solomon? Can you go back to that the start of this clip? Or like, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. How much does he look like Germa right now? Play the clip. Play the clip. <laughs> dude, little bro that's Germa, dude. If someone's that like, yeah, Germa's on the stage for me. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks, you look exactly like Java. I will I say, know you know, they were talking leaks. One of the Misfits content is when I was still working on our Infantry side, we were really working really hard to get Jerma to do this one, like, event, but it just didn't work out. But, like, I would have loved to. So God, God, it would have been fucking amazing. But, yeah, it wasn't my moment. But overall, I'm a world champion. Uh, I will now say I've, I got the first 10-0 stage in Overwatch League in Season 1, and I've now also won Overwatch League in what is potentially the final season. So... Crazy. I would say I'm pretty successful, comparatively. So I'm going to be looking for. I think I'm going to be looking for a better podcast to be part of. I got a question real quick. Did who are you do a photo with the trophy? Yeah, he's getting the ring, right? Yeah, good, good. Who are you? Got it. I mean, who who is the only the only person that can beat me out in terms of bench success for sure? Yes, insane. Two rings benched. I really want to see a DPS lineup of who Regan. Who are you? That shit would go crazy. Who you don't want the them original. to play. If, if they play, they lose the passive buff. This is like a play you want to have. Just instant passive buff to your team. You know? Slot them into, you know, the jewelry slot, whatever, and you just 10% damage the whole team. You yeah. know, the crazy part is his ass is going to be playing. It's just like a week before everyone's like meta changed again. Yeah. So then yeah. he got benched again. <laughs> yeah, Albert talked about it on stream. He said that Florida Man yeah. wasn't actually the best Sora Genji team. And so they were like, how can we possibly get better at Sora Genji? And that's when they just like, let's sign who are you just in case. Yeah, and then the meta good. obviously moved away to like Sigma and Bastion and stuff and checkmate yeah. with all the playtime. But so it was like insurance. They like bought insurance for Genji. Uh, so that was the case. But yeah, I mean, look, Florida may have dominated. I think they unquestionably were like the most well-rounded, complete team in the playoffs. They could play lots of different stuff. They didn't really have like a solid competitive throughout their run. They beat Houston Outlaws twice. They beat Dallas Fuel, obviously. Boston I think Boston uprising. was probably the best match they had. Yeah, I, I heard from some good. players at the after party that like Boston Uprising were probably like the second best team. Um, truly. And people thought they had the best chance. But even that, that was a 3-1, if I recall correctly. Um, and obviously, there was a lot of like compositional stuff going around. So the meta wasn't completely figured out. So, you know, had it been one more week of practice, maybe the meta would have looked different. Maybe we'd have a different champ. But it really felt like Florida Mayhem deserved to win this one because they were the most dominant yeah. team. Like they were, sure. they were the unquestionably the best team at playoffs. Did, did we all print Florida? Did anyone not print Florida to win the whole thing? Because I, I remember when we showed, I showed up on day one. Uh, I might I have said that rain, but you know, I think rehearsal day there was um, some social persons coming around. It's like, who do you have for the whole playoffs? And I'm like, Florida Mayhem. So yeah, I said the same. Oh, you know what? I'm... Man, did I see Alvin? Win for a Mayhem finals? Um, 
I can't remember. But yes, it was... There was no other better team to win it, I think. I think there was no, like, cheesing or anything like that. Like, cheesing meta or, like, just cheesing their way somehow through brackets or anything. They were just the best team, which is, uh, which is sick. Which is quite obvious in their, their play in the final match. You know, it's crazy, too. Every fucking year we get a 4-0. Or, like, there's... No, last, last year's year. was good. Last year's was the best finals, finals we ever had. Uh, yeah. yeah, last year's finals were really good. Year, Every other finals has Mitch, been. Mitch, Uber in the green room praying to all seven gods, like, please no 4-0, yeah. please no 4-0. Dude, it was, I, it was so close, too. I thought it was going to be a lot closer because the first, like, two maps were, like, pretty close. Like, very close. MVP. But, like, the, like, I thought, like, like especially, like, a, like, the couple of the maps were very neck and neck, but they just... Houston just didn't have the gas, man. I think, I think they just didn't have the gas for this because they're, like, they signed Bernard, practiced with Bernard... Then they're like meta shifted again. We're playing fearless, but then they played Bernard again. Like they really learned, like oh, we can play Sigma again. And then they're like, well, we want a last dish effort of like let's put fearless in. And by that point, like the gas, they had just run out of gas. You know, they just didn't have the. They just couldn't beat Mayhem on the comps that were being played. Like Mayhem had been practicing that comp ever since they like pretty much as soon as they're like oh, like the meta started to show signs of signs of shifting. They started like hard focusing on that comp. You know. Um, and they perfected it. And it's just so hard to beat them. It was just so hard to beat them because, like, they just have the best tank player in the game right now. Like, with someone. Like, he's just... Yeah. you Because he's just, like, you can play everything. You can't... It's so hard to beat a team where you can't play everything. Dude, it's heavy. That trophy's yeah. heavy. It's, it, it's like 60 pounds. Yeah. That trophy's like 60 pounds. <laughs> we had, how much we had of, it in the studio for carry on, yeah? Yeah, they gave him a, a carry-on. They took it home. And that's why we were able to bring it to the office and do the Raising Cane shoot. Because it's here. Hell yeah. So I, when I look at comps to some as well, like that's why I think Boston were the closest team to you guys because Smurf is the only one comparable to someone who can actually make the swaps happen and force potential matchups um, without subbing players in. Like you don't have to play Kalios because actually Smurf can play most of his heroes anyway. With Bernard and um, Fearless, they can't they can't keep up with each other's pools. So you can't swap between an off tank pool and, and a main tank pool on the same guy. And therefore you're always going to lose the comp battle which is why Houston stood no chance. So yeah, Boston versus Florida would have, would have been the way close finals, for sure. Yeah. And it's also weird, though, because Boston themselves were... I, they weren't in the only victim of this, but, like, they just... They committed to, like, playing this Winston... They committed to playing a lot of Winston Dive versus, like, other teams. And, like, they kind of, like, committed that direction. Like, it just was... Uh, it felt like, I think this year, for sure, there's... You can definitely count the fact that, like, the meta shakeups were very evident with how teams approached the game. Um, here at the grand here at the playoffs because like people were like oh it's Zarya Genji then everyone was like wait it's not Zarya Genji and like I mean like literally our like Mayhem themselves were guilty of like we signed a play I mean multiple teams including like Houston like we signed a player to play that meta and like it wasn't actually necessary per se um so like it was a very hectic meta read I think for a lot of teams here and I think it was it works out best for teams that have that flexibility which obviously Mayhem is the most flexible team the league pretty much and i think that's what made this playoffs really great as well was the fact that the meta wasn't completely solid i think if we had an extra week or two i think the playoffs could have been maybe it probably would have had the same outcome because i think florida mayhem in general are just the best team right now but it, it, the meta would have been a lot more stale so like seeing spark like trying to dive like london playing ryan still you know like a lot of teams like switching things there were a couple of teams that were just like solid in their comp they just like only played that one thing but there, there was a lot more variety than we've seen in the past um which is 
which is really sick. Despite the 4-0 finals, I think it was a good playoffs overall. Yeah, I mean, ironically, some people started making predictions like day two, day three, that it might come down to like Reinhardt versus Reinhardt. Yeah. Because in the rock, paper, scissors between the tanks, it's like, okay, well, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess it did settle there. But like, Saria beats Doomfist, Sigma beats Saria, Reinhardt beats Sigma, and so it might settle with like Reinhardt. But then the Boston Uprising beating on Spitfire with the Orisa comp became like a. Uh, yeah. And Albert said it yesterday on stream too that like, they th like most teams thought that like especially for the man that like Reinhardt comp was the best comp because like no one could beat them at Reinhardt and Reinhardt you also right. beat the Sigma, you beat the Saria, but then Boston beating on Spitfire. Albert was like, okay, so Boston actually wants us to play the Reinhardt composition because they know how to beat Reinhardt. And so that's why Florida Mayhem kept playing Sigma because they knew they couldn't take the Reinhardt duel because they'd lose to Boston Sarisa. And so it became like Sigma versus um, Junker Queen or something. Uh, it became like, yeah, Sigma versus Junker Queen um, because they couldn't play the Reinhardt comp in the finals or whatever. Or uh, in the semis. So, you know, like... Yeah. I, I to, to Jack's point, if, if there was like a little bit more, not, not that I'm saying there should have been more time, but if there was hypothetically, I think Smurf could have practiced a Sigma. It's just clear that Boston didn't recognize the possibility of Sigma and they didn't want to sub Kalios in just for Sigma because then you'd end up the same situation Bernard was in where you get stuck on that hero. So yeah, they ended up having to try and counter comp the Sigma instead of try and match it. I think, I think Smurf eventually might've been able to match it. He would have been the only main tank that could. Boston just didn't prep it at all, sadly. Yeah, actually, I'm actually kind of disappointed in Boston. I've been like a Boston simp for like the whole season, but it's like kind of disappointing seeing them go out the way they did because they, they really did just stick to the Arista and they thought that could work against pretty much everything. And it did like dominate London, right? Like dominate them. But that's because Arista's just good into Ryan. But Smurf is just such an unbelievable tank. Like his Arista was the best I think we've ever seen uh, on that character. Like insane javelin accuracy and stuff. I do... A part of me does kind of wish it was a Boston Mayhem Finals to see what would have happened because, like, I think Connor said it or something, but I think it would have been a little bit closer um, than the than the Outlaws one. It would definitely, I, it would have been more interesting in terms of, like, comps too because I think Outlaws are a little bit more static than I think I expected as well. I will say Bernard, despite being a player that literally hadn't played any Overwatch at all in a year, yeah. performed reasonably well here to play uh, reasonably, especially in I the final he yeah he played yeah. unbelievably well like like even his Arissa. i know you're just hyping up smurfs Arissa, which i do agree was the best is like but his Arissa, he had a really good couple of Arissa games yeah. like maps uh in the final i asked well. him like i i talked to bernard at the, at the after party. i'm like dude bro what were you doing this last year did you secretly play on a team under a different alias so no just ranked literally just played ranked just ranked Yep. Yeah, so played ranked I think that's played quite playoffs in a final. I, Crazy. I think that's quite important too because they're when people do get brought back out of like retirement and stuff, like how many of them have been playing the game? Because a lot of people that end up I think Super is like a bad example of this, but you could use him as the opposite way. Like he still plays a lot of Overwatch. Um so like he would be up to date mechanical me mechanics wise and like understanding the game wise and stuff like that, but like some people just drop the game completely and like either move on to a different game or like just do something else so to have him like come back after i because I, I didn't know that like after him saying like you know he's been playing ranked for like a year kind of thing like it makes sense why he performed so well because i just kind of assumed that after how he did on spark that he was just kind of done i never i don't think anybody kind of expected him to ever come back 
Um, obviously, if you knew he was playing ranked the whole time, maybe you had some inclination. So that actually does make sense in like um, how well he performed uh, on on the tank roll. And I was like, unbelievably enough. impressed. He, he I would say he started off pretty slow, off. but he he ended up doing very well towards the end. Of I mean, I I doubted even even if he played a full year ranked, I was like, well, that, that's not enough because like you're not scrimming, you're not playing against no? the best, you're not yeah. in, the, in the environment. But I don't know. But man. You still got those he, mechanics, you know. Like that's yeah, the big thing. Just a ranked you god. Still, yeah. Maybe yeah. I should have been checking Asia ladder more. I don't know. Well, hey, by the I way, mean, pumpkins grow great in Florida. I just learned. Someone told, let me know. So apparently right. that's a thing. But yeah, even the difference between top 500 ranked and like playing. It, it's huge. Is it is huge. But like you play ranked to keep up with mechanics, right? Yeah. If you have a yeah. year off, yeah. your mechanics are going to be dog. That's why the yeah. decision making is so impressive. Like just going yeah. back to the scrims and doing the right decisions in that pace. Right. Like the pace, the pace of actual pro scrims is so different from top 500. Like yeah. people are always pushing you and like getting the most out of literally everything. It's unbelievable. So really impressive. Marshall sure up there was was really big. I think my final point for Mayhem too, and I think people have been saying this for a while, but I think it's definitely time to reiterate is that the uns like obviously like incredible players mary got mvp someone's the best tank in the league but like i think to me like they were already in the conversation obviously but like trowang and rupaul definitely proved that like these guys can like hang they, they are they're hanging there with like the best because people were doubting rupaul i think a bit of like where does he stand with like the best flex supports because like people knew he was really good but people didn't think he was like up there with like, the shoes the izayakis the you know, like Twilight, etc. Right, and like it's pretty proven that, especially on like, but especially on like Baff and Honest stuff like that, like he's hanging with those caliber players. You know, uh, and that, and then Trowong, I think, is making an argument for potentially being like, is making an argument for potentially being the best main support in the league alongside Chio. Right, like essentially, like um, obviously Chio shouldn't lose points because they lost because I think Chio proved this year and last year that like he's really really good. It's just more so like the backline shows up, and then the the real unsung carry that I think didn't, and I think this is kind of even on us as like mayhem for not promoting it more, but it's because part of the reason it worked out this way is because like Merritt had got MVP nom and someone had got MVP nom, and it's like well obviously it's better for our chances if we push one candidate, but like we didn't want to push, I didn't want to push one person without like Merritt like agree like essentially saying like hey I'm not like and Merritt was like yeah I think we should push for someone. So, like, we, you know, wanted to make up for that by, like, pushing Merit in other ways. Uh, and he did get the MVP for the, the finals MVP. But, like, Checkmate, that guy is a fucking goat. Yeah. Checkmate is a goat. Like, he is so rock steady across every hero pick that he's ever played. Like, he's not always the absolute best on the heroes. But he's so consistently good. Like, so consistently really, really good like across all the picks that he's had to play minus the Reinhardt that like he it's the team definitely would not have worked without checkmate um being there I think because there's very few calibers of players that can consistently play every hero at a really really good level that they need to you know like at a championship level level not necessarily like best in league level always but like definitely a championship level um consistently like people drop off I mean like we saw Pelican Pelican had probably the worst series in a while in the finals um, he just got hard right. countered the whole time. And that was something they were really relying on for wing conditions. So, like, 
And then also his mate is just really good regardless. But yeah, it's just like, I, I got to give props to Checkmate, I think, because I think he I think he went under the radar a bit this year because he was just competing with like Merit and the rest of the Mayhem team. and But he really has been like the glue and the like actual, and a huge playmaker, like pretty consistently for the team. It's just like, he's just so silently consistently good. You know, he just does like the right play, like all the time. Who, um... Uh, uh, Connor, did you get a MVP vote? Uh, yeah, MVP? I got an MVP vote. Uh, no, I voted finals for MVP. Oh, not for finals MVP. Okay, uh, who did you both vote for, Avril and uh, Johnny? So, I walk past. I think like two maps deep. I'm walking towards the uh, the creator area on the. On the t you guys know where it is. That's too hard for me to explain. It's near the stage on top, and yeah. I walk past some of the Florida guys and Gumbers there, just chilling backstage as they went for the next map. As, I, as I'm walking past him, like, I might as well just get it from the horse's mouth. I was like, dude, who's, who's finals MVP so far? He's like, you got to vote Merit. It's definitely Merit. I'm like, all right, lock in Merit. Boom, done. How was that? Johnny, who's your vote Yeah, I voted Merit too. Yeah. I voted Merit too. I, I was... mean, I think that's deserved. So I think it's pretty fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had an really... insane series. It was kind of crazy because um, they closed the voting. What is it like on the last map or not the last map, but like the ending of the last map or some shit like that. So you have to, there's like a small window where you can like get your vote in, but you can vote at the start of the series too. Obviously no one's going to do that, but, but you on the form, you have to fill in the outlaws MVP as well. Like finals MVP, as well as the uh, mayhem MVP. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know who the fuck to put for outlaws. I was like, dude, they are not winning. Their asses are not winning. So I just selected the first on the list. I didn't need to Honestly, I think Bernard. Ha I legitimately think Bernard had the best series out of all the outlaw players in the finals. Yeah, he, he yeah. Legitimately, I, I think he played the best out of every one of the outlaws players in yeah. the finals, which is crazy. To to be clear, you could. I think you. I'm like you ninety percent sure you could edit the response. You so can. if no, 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 if they can. would have started reverse sweeping, yes, you had to select yes. one then. But if they started reverse sweeping, you could have changed your answer accordingly. Last year, yeah, you, last you year could, we had to lock in. Change. Last year we had to lock in at match point. So. Yeah, I remember last year we locked in super early. It, 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 yeah. it, earlier years has been different, where you had to lock in. I think when like a team won like the third map or whatever, or like got to third match, then you'd have to lock in their candidate. But this year, because obviously that that was an issue, so they changed it for the better this year, and they were like, yeah, "Hey, when the series is over, like we need your vote ASAP." So, but like you it's said, way yeah, more fair, you, but... you can edit the response. Yeah, just to put that out there. So I would have definitely. I put fearless because as... I was like, if they reverse sweep their ass, it's gotta be fearless because it's yeah. probably him. But obviously, if fearless got subbed out, it would have changed whatever. But it, yeah. it, it was just like three zero, and I was like, bro, there's just no way. There is absolutely no way this team wins. Like, I'm sorry. I, yeah. Like they sub fearless in for the dive map, and he plays Winston, just gets rolled. I'm like, okay, well. Hey man, I had 2020 I mail in my in my in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I trolled the vote a little bit because I was like, they're probably not winning in. I guess Pelican. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, okay. Oh, you vote Pelican as well? I I just picked the first one on the list because I was like, they're not winning. Yeah. I mean, I do think the two yeah, best performing players were Bernard, and then I think Violet actually didn't have a bad like that bad of a series either. Like, especially like he did some crazy shit on Lucio on like Sir of Asa, but like overall like nah, it i just, think Pinar over uh, like overperformed yeah they just didn't they, but the thing is it was just a bad it wasn't a really particularly great series for many of them necessarily nah. so. which is crazy because outlaws have been so strong throughout the whole year throughout the whole year bro i like how but i then. finally had to admit at the end of the year i was like you know what i underestimated outlaws and then they just like and then they just have like kind of just get domed in the finals and i'm like <laughs> well okay <laughs> i'm like okay then let's, fine, let's put I guess. a hypothetical I, i'm curious about this if Outlaws and Boston had to play in a hypothetical lower bracket. What happens? 
The Boston. I would have taken Boston to this play. I would have taken Boston in this playoffs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to take away the second from Houston, but it's like you, you you start like doing hypotheticals in your mind about lower brackets. Like, oh, could could have been different. Yeah, I'd have taken Boston for sure. I'm still surprised they didn't make it as far as uh, I. I don't know. They should be in finals, but well, they got double time yeah, by Hangzhou Sparks, so that's what uh, happened. Yeah. By the way, I mean, I can't wait for our vast comment on this, but pe people are going to say that Boston got dominated by Hangzhou Spark, but they were boomed in that third place. Match. I mean, they like, were boomed. They did not want to be there, bro. No. It was, I mean, literally, no, I was sitting, sitting in the dugout being like anything but the third place match. I don't care if, like, obviously we want to win finals. As long as we don't, like, as long as we make it, I'm fine if, like, people, if, like, I, if we lose in finals, like, just anything but the fucking third place match. Because, like, I know if you get there, it's like, what's the point, man? You're just like, obviously money. there's money, but, like, the money That's is, it. like, the money is semi-insignificant when you consider the cost of, like, I mean, like, it's like, I think the difference between the two, what was it? Third and fourth place, third was, like, 100, was, like, what was it, like, 80, 90? Like 90K like, difference, though? Yeah, so, like, was third it? was 225, fourth was 130. So, it's a pretty money, decent amount of money, pay. but when you think about, like, when you think about the max that a team could get from a price will split, the max a team's allowed to take is 50. 50%. So, like, realistically, like, you're thinking about, like, it's, like, not, like, a small amount of money because you get, like, an extra, like, 70-ish K or whatever. But, like, realistically, when you think about your whole year, like, as, like, as a holistic, $70,000 is, like, for a whole org, for a whole year, is, like, if you have, like, one well-paid staff member, that's, like, their year, that's a year of salary, essentially. You know? Yeah. So it's like, and even if it's you not want like to a make a very objective argument, just like, well, yeah, well, this money still count. Like these players, like they literally live and breathe this game. They play like thousands of hours every year just to win the chip. So like when you lose and you can no longer win the chip, like your state of mind, it just ain't there. Like it's yeah. not rational. No, they, they, were clearly, they were clearly boomed as fuck in yeah. the third place match. I said it in the green room, but when they went over the player cams and whatnot, um, just, I don't know if it was like mid map or whatever. I saw Birdring and I was like, yeah, this, I think this game. Dude, is that midtown attack? He just, oh, damn. bro, he just looked dejected. I was like, no, my king, please. I mean, I'm please glad Spark got third, fight. though. Like, I'm glad they placed, yeah. technically. They got a medal. Like, it's a, it was Dude, an awesome run the for Spark. But... crowd that was going crazy for Spark. My God, it was great. Like, it was a lot of shouting and screaming for Spark in the early uh, stages uh, of the playoffs. But as they started winning and claiming games, taking numbers, like, holy fuck. The, um, someone came up to me, I think, at the very end, they were talking about Spark or something, and um, they were like, yeah, the jerseys sold out in, like, five yeah. minutes. They like, were the only thing that sold out. Yeah, every single jersey uh, for Spark sold out. It was insane. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure so I'll, I'll add in about this as well. It's like, I first of all, that USD conversion to RMB, pretty fucking nuts when you take that home to China. So uh, <laughs> 90K. That 90K becomes like $20 billion in China. So I, I Yeah, I guess it. that's true. For Chinese um, Overwatch is a very big deal, for sure. I will say that, I will say that like, I, I don't know about the players, but I got told the team was trying to team, I guess you just extrapolate to like team staff, like coach and stuff. They were like, they still wanted to win. Maybe the, maybe the players were boom, not too sure. But um, I guess Hangzhou definitely really wanted to win. They wanted to have the best result they could possibly get. They... They look like they played out of their minds still. They had a great All tournament. Right. I mean, a really good tournament. Even if you even if you go like, oh, Boston wanted to win. They they didn't play their best. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that was not their best game of the playoffs. Let's put it that way. And, you know, attitude and whatever can be on the side. But yeah, Hangzhou's part. Surprise for the tournament. I mean, yeah, two I think reverse sweeps in a row. Sure. Yeah. That, that was crazy. Know.
I mean, those reverse weeklies are nasty. I will say. Well, I mean, Chinese Overwatch is, uh, you know, it's not looking good. Well, it's not looking good out there. <laughs> no, it's the Chinese not looking Overwatch. good, but, but still. But I'm glad that they got the capstone it, for sure. Like, even if this yeah. is the end of Chinese Overwatch, it might not be, right? Like, we don't know. Like, but if this is the end of the current league of players, and maybe there's not, like, another crop because of, like, the current issues with Overwatch playability in China and such, like, I'm glad this group of players at least finished up getting a top three finish and had two insane reverse sweeps here because, like, this is kind of what we were looking for them all year was like showing up and like, you know, like they, they showed up and had results, you know, they had, like they had like a very, they had a very, they had a top three place, which is, I think a, a extremely, that's what we were looking from spark for the whole year was like I mean, a team that was looked like they were going to be finished top three in the league. As, as a super team, this is, they ended pretty, like pretty much where you'd want them to be. Right. I don't think yeah, there's anyone three. disappointed with third. Third is pretty fucking insane. So, Considering I'm, I'm what, what the portion, what they look like throughout ports, parts of the year in APAC, you know, like, and like the, the, their competition within, with like Infernal and such, like, I think a top three finish is like, that is exactly what for we're a team, looking for for them. For a team yeah. that everything stacked against them, they got fucked by seeding, they uh, failed to get visas for midseason madness, almost failed to get visas for Toronto as well. They, there, was a, there was a backup plan. I don't know if people realize this. There was a backup plan of, spark going to the u.s and playing from the u.s instead to just try and get low ping because that would have been their world cup visa so they do have their world cup visas they would have just stayed in the u.s played the playoffs but the the world cup visa they're on is a one-time entry so if they do that they can't leave yeah. the u.s they got to stay there until they play the world cup as well so that would have been an insane timeline if that had had, had happened it also meant that the crowd would have been robbed of hunter spark you know and they, they they i think this is the team of the tournament as far as the fans go um just based on how much support they got so i'm glad they actually made it and um sort of beat how difficult the bracket should have been for them and how difficult the circumstances were it, it was actually cr crazy like for the people who weren't there hangzhou's bark had the loudest cheers of any team while they were playing from day one like from yeah. day one i guess they the magic is atlanta rain yeah they, they only got, got bigger, bigger. Yeah. yeah so they were the insane. fan favorite in toronto it was actually crazy and then it, it, then when Hangzhou really Spark cool. got limited, it was Florida, I think. Yeah, it, it was all the pink teams. How do we popular on Overwatch? Pink. Just do the pink teams. I was actually I mean, really cool. hoping that pink Spark cool was going to win their match because it would have been cool to have like a, a pink finals. A pink versus you know? pink finals. Yeah, yeah but it just did, yeah, it didn't work out the, that particular way. So I well, feel they, like for Spark, they could be happy still. They were saying as well, I don't know, we got the uh, the juice from the Gushui stream as well, that they felt like they didn't have good preparation versus the Sigma. If they had a low break or run, they could have maybe had a better go of it. They just weren't able to really figure out how to how to beat Houston in the ah, game they played. We've already said our piece that. on that, so yeah. I'm going to let it sit. I'm going to let yeah. it sit. I'm not I'm, I'm not shitting on the format again. I'm just saying like they they felt like they if they had got a second chance, they would have played better. I'm upset that like um I don't know, but when you when you guys saw the interviews and stuff and the hearing behind the scene, scenes as well when they lost to Houston like Lee was just crying about it cuz it's a, another situation where he wanted to win a title of some kind so badly and for his entire career he's just unfortunately he's had the he's had the fusion situation going on just missing out barely sometimes i think that's um countdown cup final versus gladiators would have been you know that was the closest moment ever for leave to win a title and since then you know it's just been what was his words he was saying like you know it it always falls apart at the last moments and then when hey. he cried in the interview as well holy shit like that broke my heart dude when he cried in the interview as well because it was like Oh, last run, cool, yeah. the last the last dance, the last run for Chinese Overwatch. 
There is still the World Cup. There is technically still World Cup. Facts. Yes. There is still the Look World Cup. That. They're auto qualified to whatever, right? But it's gone all. Yeah, no is bro, is bro still going to be playing Overwatch until that time? Because he said there's the rumors that they're transferring over to the Billy Billy Valorant, yeah. Valorant team. I think they will. So, no, they so care. They're, 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 yeah. they're, yeah. they're going to they're finish out the World Cup and then probably play Valorant after. Okay. And they so. have essentially just, it's just Hangzhou Spark. That's the, that's the Chinese Overwatch team. It's Hangzhou Spark versus 2022 Dallas Fuel. Um, and I think those are like the two favorites. But like, so sick, considering Atlanta rain stuff, you know, small boomage, how much do they care kind of thing, do, you know, like, you know, if I got a troll about motivation and stuff, you know, maybe, maybe China wants it more. Who knows? It's going to be high. Really, really China possible. could very much still win. Yeah, it's very possible. Extremely possible. Not right yeah. enough at all. Um, do, do we feel like we covered the semifinals team enough? Do you want to chat a bit about the, uh, the group stage? Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess, can do. I mean, I guess we didn't really talk too much. Did we really talk that much about Uprising other than the fact that they... I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, realistically, they looked really good and then they just didn't. Well, they just it kind of sucks because they beat London twice. Yeah. They got reverse yeah. swept in a Winston mirror and then they lost I, to Florida. I, I, my actual opinion was that... Another opinion is that I think if London had played anyone other than Boston, they would have gone further too. Potentially. Like, I think, I think Boston... It's like what we talked about the week before this. I wasn't worried about london that much because like especially because like boston knows how to beat them. boston knew how to beat ryan like you just play that arista comp you play what they were playing you know how to beat it like they literally played i was ta talking to like hardy and like you know like other and 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 backbone and stuff and they were like yeah surely no one no one beats the london spitfire five games in a row Except for the fact <laughs> that Boston, like, did. Boston yes, beat them, like, five crazy. times in a row. Like, it's just, like, wasn't, uh, they just had, they just, they had the comp. They had the exact right comp that, like, and knew how to play against it. And so, like, London just got really unlucky, I think, in, that they kept matching against Boston, too, because uh, I think, the I think Boston yeah. were also the most practiced Arisa team as well, going into this. Like, they had, pra they had probably played the most Arisa and, like, had a really good Arisa player with Smurf, like maybe the best Arisa at the event. And I would playoffs. have loved to have seen um, London versus Spark. That would have been yeah. quite a sick game. Yeah. It would have been very fun. I agree. That's you know, the greatest to, clash of styles you can get. They have to roll so. the bones and then we they get fucking Boston twice. That's really it. That's, I think, that's all I, I, I want to say is that Boston had their number. The, the final Boston game though, I don't know if we can zoom in the score lines and check it was, it was close Pretty to my cool. head. Maybe I know, but like in terms of the map scores, it felt Did you like the eye on the semifinals. Solomon? Yeah, the decided game, the Boston, Boston, the final London uh, Boston. Boston versus London. Yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, maybe it was close from my brain because there was a couple of fumbles in there. I'm not gonna lie, there were there were a couple of times where look, Admiral had Ajax in previous Boston matchups. This time around, a couple of sus beats. Held on to beats. I'm not. I'm. I'm trying really hard not to just place blame, but I do feel like London didn't play their absolute best in this matchup either versus Boston. You know, a couple of tight screws. That Esperanza was so sick, though. What a map! Like, London had the lead most of the time, right? And then Boston yes. got. Yeah. And then Boston managed to wipe them twice, and then they managed to push it over the edge. And they almost capped too, which is insane. Like I think we we're talking about it in the green room. It's like, well, Boston actually just capped this. I think. Like they actually might just cap last, but no, that Esperanza was a very good game. Um, but yeah, I think 
it does suck. I, th- I do think Admiral did underperform a little bit um, with the sound barriers and stuff, but I think well, again, I think he has so much pressure well. on him in that. Comp. Yeah, it's that's like what the we thing. Talked about last time he you're has trying so to die versus fucking that you're trying to survive all this bullshit from like decay and stuff, and it is a uh, main support. It continues to be the most thankless role in the game, where you have so much pressure and weight on your shoulders, but yet you are invisible. Like it is crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, he did the best he could for sure against fucking Boston, but maybe the result would have been a little bit different if they played Spark, but you, you, they would still, if they won that, that match, right, they would still go into a decider match versus the Boston Uprising. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I was chatting with Jake too, and Jake made the point that like, he did not say this, this these are my words, um, but essentially like Ajaxing in this meta is like very likely. Like, because, you know, if you play versus, like, Nano Genji, okay? You can play far back and then come in and sound barrier, whatever. You get a sound barrier against, like, Terra Surge, Bastion Ultimate. Spare I don't know, like, well. Spare, <laughs> Legion Gone, Booping You, Decay Diving In. Like, there are so many abilities that are super threatening. And you have to beat at the exact right time while not Ajaxing. Like, it's one of the hardest metas to, dro- like, drop sound barrier in. Um, and so, your decision-making has to be, like, incredibly good. and like you just you know but just because you ajax like doesn't mean you're a bad lucio like it's just very ajax prone meta no <laughs> it's just bad, like but... you said hella boops there's hella boops there's hella stuns there's very quick insta kills like yeah it's tough yeah uh, tough meta to play if you're a lucio so you can't put you know too much blame because it's just so difficult to play oh oh well yeah then. okay <laughs> i completely forgot about this uh, but i i did see um there's a universal american phone alert in 20 minutes so oh yeah that's right yeah. our phone's about to start going crazy our phones are about to go insane on the podcast live so yeah in about 20 minutes uh yeah just fyi your phone will not be able to be kept silent so wait can't you not like pause it what no because no, it's, it's not supposed to be paused because it's an emergency fucking testing from the guy wait, so how long is it gonna go out for, go on for i don't know maybe like a couple of minutes I got the solution, Jack. Put it. You see the fish tank behind you? Just put, put drop in there. it in. Drop it in yeah. the tank. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I will. I will. Brand say new the, phone. To, just drop it in the tank. I will say well, to I you, Jason of Ass. We probably should put it like outside our room or something. Uh, we can't well, let it be. I, next I thought it'd be kind of funny if it just goes. Up. I shouldn't have said anything. It could have just gone on the podcast. I have a crate well, here. Do you think we would have killed our audio listeners' ears? But or never mind. They're actually already dead because last time of Ass just like shouted into microphone. Like, oh yeah, that's fucking, true. Everybody's yeah. no one listens to the soundproof box now. Uh, yeah, just that's box. where that's where we keep the horror in there. The ho- it's just the box. The horror. Peep the horror. Peep the horror. Me when I Me open when up I the box, the box, and there's uh, the okay, insane amount of demons in the box. That's where you. That's where you keep the Oppenheimer leaks inside that box. Yeah, inside that box, there's there's untold man-made horrors in there. There's things you wouldn't believe hiding in that box. Yeah. While we're while we're just chilling with that, I I when we started talking about the spark, I just remembered, Johnny, you have one of these as well. We got given some of us got given these like super fucking cool. I don't know if you can see that properly. Oh, those are under nice. spark pins. Yeah, I did not get, get this. that. You can only get this in China apparently. And oh, like really? the manager that gave it to me, he only had four. He didn't have any more. He had four left. And um, wait, was this to give Gandalf? It to... Was this Gandalf the spark? No, no, no this was the no, no, um, no. He's this is a team manager that also does translations for them. So it oh, wasn't okay. um, it wasn't Gandalf. No, the white wizard did not give me this pin. Sadly. Um, yeah. Fucking sick though. So sick. I got one too because I was a Hydro Spark supporter in the playoffs. And I also chatted with him last last uh, BlizzCon. 
Um, no, was it? Might have been last playoffs. Yeah, there was no. Yeah, they were there. They were there last year. Yeah, well, last playoffs I chatted with him as well. Big guy. We love Hunter Spark. They're very nice. So I got a pin. Thank you. Thank you for the pin. Um, but yeah, uh, I you know just speaking to players like at the after party and stuff, like it definitely felt like Florida Mayhem was the favorite and they were the best. But a lot of other teams, like whether it was like Houston Outlaws, Dallas Fuel, London Spitfire, were actually closer in like performance in scrims and stuff um, than like the results really really showed. Um, so. It could, it could have gone a lot of different ways. Didn't have necessarily to be Houston Outlaws in the finals. Wow, you got to go in. Oh, the 18 minutes. Don't you have to leave in 18 minutes too? No, I have to leave in 28. 28 minutes. Oh, okay. 28. All right, got it. It's at 2.30 p.m. Very precise on this show. Right. Yeah, it's at 2.30 p.m. Eastern is when this room I have this. I well, The stream room is booked for another thing. And Spoon ex yeah. expects it in, on time, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I'm small fries comparatively. I know we just won the Overwatch League, but we're still just... Small fries compared to the the other things going on. Yeah, just quickly mentioning the other teams. Um, Dallas Fuel obviously it wasn't a it, it was a yeah yeah we're saving them for last we're saving you know so, uh, you know Dallas Fuel wasn't a sorry meta but I you know they lost three zero to the Houston Outlaws yeah but I I kind of really did want to believe in the Sigma Symmetra Bastion God they those scorelines are not pretty either. They're yeah, not, I mean, they just didn't pretty, have the, they but... just didn't have the gas, unfortunately. I mean, none of the APAC yeah. teams outside of Spark had the gas to do. I, <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna talk about Spark, but Spark, Rostin, their GM, walk up to me in the hallway when we're going to the PPAs, and he's like, "We're gonna prove you wrong, my power rank. Like, I'm gonna prove your power rankings wrong, but just you watch." Okay. And then after they you went and Infernal? got dominant, no, this yeah for Infernal, Rostin, the Infernal GM, yeah. and then this, and then he walked up to me after they got fucking smashed into the dirt, and he's like. I showed you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, got, I talked to Rostin as well. I talked to Rostin on um uh, on rehearsal day, and he's like, "I think we're gonna win." I'm like, "Oh yeah, maybe." He's like, "No, but one. I think we're gonna win one map." I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so then and they didn't win their one map. They did not sound the, confident. So no, I, I mean, well, it's with. well, they were Ross. The infernal situation was similar in that, like, they felt like. He's talking about how, yeah, he, we went, you know, because we were out, you were out there with him at the bar for like swing birthdays. Like he was talking about yeah. uh, I, I don't, how nothing has that or legitimately the, the Infernal slash who is now previously the Fusion GM in Roston has talked about how he feel, truly believes that organization was cursed. Because like this year again, something went wrong at the very end where Fixa got injured and they couldn't play with Fixa, who was their player for the majority of the year and also one of the most important like callers for the structure of the team. And like, he just feels like, and then the meta shift and everything, like, he was like, I just can't believe that once again, something has fucking gone wrong, like, in the it's year. Crazy. By the way, Fix's injury is like, he, he, he can't even fly over to Toronto, because I asked, like, did you guys get fixed over? I was like, no, this, the medical advice was that he, he shouldn't be flying, because he had to take surgery. Right, so this is, this is not just some, like, I mean, he fell down the stairs and, like, hurt his hand, it, but it was enough that he had to take surgery for it. To save his potential future career if he's going to have one so he couldn't even fly because he hurt his finger right his little finger yeah but uh, it sounds like it sounds serious but it sounds needed, like it is still surgery that's insane fixable. yeah but yeah. it sounds like it should still be like fine like he could still be okay in the future it was just i don't know maybe korea is just different maybe korea just i mean they're probably gets, just playing it super safe quick. you know 
probably, probably just better to play super which it always is it's always better to play super safe when it comes to yeah. medical stuff you know um so yeah it's just that's the unfortunate part for, for that was just a funny thing of just like they just got smashed but like realistically them and fuel just didn't have the juice you know like mm-hmm. i think fuel was obviously the better team but like at the end of the day there's neither one of them had the quality of in this in particular this meta to compete with any of the top teams like spark was really the only one that showed up and was like they had the player quality and they also had a, a very defined style you know of like that they were very very good at that other teams were because like the thing is fuel is essentially playing just a worse boston so style or I, a worse london style you know i i can speak to by the because i got a little bit more info on like what ended up happening with the drafting situation as well because i think everyone was surprised about infernal putting london in the other group it was like are they trolling are they throwing it's like no that was a legitimate move and the thinking behind it i'm pretty sure was that like you think on some level people kind of know like there's a chance that is it Zarya meta possibly, but London playing Ryan is very good into Zarya meta, and that that ended up being the truth as well. Like when you actually got the scrims, you actually got to preparation to playoffs. Honestly, the meta shifted away from Zarya. I, I think partially due to the fact that Zarya started losing to stuff, and some some of the stuff that Zarya starts to lose to is the Ryan and Sol Inferno were actually prepping Ryan in their group as well. They were going to play Ryan, but then the meta started shifting away from the Ryan as well. So. Soul thought they had the counter comp versus all the Zarya because they're like, we, we're not going to play Zarya. We're going to play the counter to Zarya, which is going to be the Rhine. And then it shifted away from that and that kind of screwed Infernal. And Infernal were not prepping dive like Hangzhou. Like, it's just my interpretation. So in Hangzhou we weren't going to play any of that. They were just going to come in one trick their dive and just like hope for the best. And in hindsight, like hindsight in 2020, if Soul Infernal just did that with Mag, possibly they could have had a much better result yeah. just like Hangzhou Spark. Ryan Bastion, yeah. Like, they would have had a chance for sure. Way better than this Doomfist stuff. Yeah. I mean, Doom it's crazy was, how Gushai Doom played Doom. Doom. Doom wasn't like a bad pick. In my opinion. It's it crazy how many people rep. and like us included uh, expected Zara to be insane. Like best character in the fucking game, you know? And it does turn out. I mean, it essentially, it was like, it was just an over. Isn't and it... that's why it's always so tough for like early meta reads. It's like teams just overreact yeah. and like they, and then a week later, somebody else. Like, this is why I think also when it comes to terms of like balance and like things like like meta patches stuff like like there's a from players especially from teams and from like high but high level players stuff like that there's always a hyperbolic like a hyperbolic like reaction to changes very quickly yes. and no one wants to sit there and let it settle like obviously some things are like you can obviously see it's too much but like it's just that's the general inclination of people when like stuff changes rapidly especially it was just at this no high reaction. Level. Like every like, yeah, other patch that we've had in this game's history, it's an overreaction. Uh, maybe not to release Brick. I think that was a. <laughs> I mean, Kiriko, Kiriko on release yeah. ended up just being dominating meta last year, but yeah, maybe I mean, that was like an overreaction people... that no one no one found a counter to, so everyone just played it. Yeah, it, it happens a lot. Any kind of big change, and the thing is too, I, I don't know how much teams pay attention to this, or but it definitely works its way in. I'd imagine to the kind of coaching and the teams and what the players think about picks as well, but. It's kind of the Twitter, Reddit kind of like overreaction. Because that's when people just take it to an extreme, right? Where people are tweeting like, holy shit, this is busted as fuck. I think I did as well, to be fair. I was like, holy shit, Zara changed. Well, it's, a, it's also just because of the time um, frame in particular, right? Because like, right, I think yeah. if there's more time, like generally the, the tighter these... And this is something that happens to Overwatch League a lot because our patches are kind of like, especially for these playoffs, are very tight in comparison yeah. to like, there's not like a huge amount of time for teams to adjust. So something comes out, everyone's like, holy shit, this is really strong. And everyone's like, for teams, you you have a really huge incentive to narrow down and like pick 
like this is the comp you're going to learn this is the comp you're going to play this comp was really good and like we think it's really good so we're going to hone in on it really hard so there's a there's an incentive because you need to get good at this fast and so people are going to like pick and be like this is the best comp and then it comes out it's like wait a minute this actually wasn't the best comp but like you know I mean, they had an incentive to think it was i talk about dallas for a second as well because like, i think we started the dallas talk and went to the phone oh yeah yeah, yeah we come did. back to dallas a little bit so i want to talk about them as well um their prep was clearly heavy on the zara they were the heaviest zara merchants in yeah. the entire playoffs however it is very clear that when Hamber brought up the sigma there was something there but the issue is is they did not prep sigma like i have it on good record that this team when Hamber brought up the the sigma that first time versus mayhem that was the first time he'd brought up the sigma they did not scrim that shit. he just brought that shit. he just just like you know what you want to play sigma let's just play sigma he actually looked okay you know, forced, uh, forced someone off. I think Mayhem were going to jump off the second go to right anyway if it came down to that, so it's not a big deal. But point is, there is a universe. There's an alternate timeline, hindsight 2020 here, where if Dallas came into playoffs, realized quickly enough that the meta was shifting towards Sigma, they could have prepped the Sigma and done what Houston did with Bermuda. Just play Burner, one-trick Sigma. Harmon's a better Sigma. He could have done that same shit. They could have played very similar comps. So there's a world that Dallas Will could have played and, and competed much closer to the rest of the pack had they been able to make that shift in time and recognize the shift in time, but they, they just, they went all in on the Zarya and it didn't pay off. I think crucially with the Symmetra too, like Sigma, Symmetra, Bastion. Like I really think there was something there. And also Sparkle is one of those players that I actually like really trust with the Symmetra to always put his team in a position to make really good decisions and get like, um, you know, positional advantage over the other teams. If Dallas had had practice with that, I genuinely believe like, you know, again, high size, high It doesn't matter. But like, I thought they, I, I thought they would have been like a really, really good team if they had practiced Sparkle Symmetra with, with this, this comp essentially. Yeah, because the crucial thing here is that you do have the Bastion, who is like one of the most important heroes, if not the most important heroes in this meta. And then you have someone to TP around, and also you can play Sigma, which London can't do. Um, then again, you know, Reinhardt probably beats the Sigma um, in this case. But like it would have been just a unique composition, and I really trust the players to play this composition with no. practice. That I think they would have been really the, scary. The fact that Dallas looked this okay versus Mayhem in the mirror, despite never scrimming the Sigma, is crazy. So if Dallas had time and actually, you know, again hindsight, if they if they had shifted and put all the eggs in the Sigma basket instead, I think they would have been really good this meta. Yeah, just a bad, unfortunately, just a bad meta read. You know, because the player quality is good for. Dallas, like, I mean, the thing is, the player oh. quality is also not bad. It wasn't bad for necessarily the Infernal either. It's just I wouldn't necessarily rate it as high as some of the other teams in this playoffs. But like, that's just like why, how this playoffs really shook down for for a lot of these teams, including Dallas. Is that like they picked a read, the read didn't work, and it's just the power of not having like the ability to play everything, you know. And so it's just like this Dallas had clearly had, and and realistically also, I mean like. Dallas, like, they had their player quality is really, really high, and like, they showed leading up to that, like, on their comps. Like, if they can play super, they can play still that that Dallas of last year's style. You know, they lost some players, but they still have the ability to play that, like, hive mindy style one time. Like, they have that quality. So, like, they could have they could have gone further for sure. They definitely could have gone further. Um, it just didn't work out. I mean, also, I think, like, at no point during this playoffs did we see, did we see, like, the Edison of last playoffs either, you know? Like, I don't I mean, think he's, we really... He's on Bastion. I mean... Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, I don't think Bastion... Like, this doesn't mean you can't, like, have, like, a ton of value on the Bastion. I mean, we saw lots of players get great Bastion value between, like, yeah. 
If we, like, but we it's not the same see... as Sojin one-pick pop-offs. It's not the same kind sure, of... Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, also, to get, like, some of the max value of the Bastion, you have to get, like, good value from, like, the windows and stuff consistently with the nades. Uh, like, a lot of, like, you it's know, a lot of combos hero, with mortars. Yeah, definitely very... There's definitely still, like... Wasn't what we just didn't see? I think that carry potential though that could happen with a player of Edison's caliber, but so that was also something that happened was that the meta just further hampered them. I think in certain ways, because the Bastion is a team hero. You got to you got to play with your team, time your your turret modes, play for your artillery combos and all that kind of stuff, and work with the TPs. Like it's a very team focused hero. And despite Bastion collecting all the stats, like all the damage, obviously you got to get that because you just go turret <laughs> mode and hold down mouse one and collect all the stats. It's not the same type of individual. I'm going to take over the game. Genji, Tracer, Sojin type of hero. So I think that, you know, if you want Edison to pop off on a carry, Bastion is not the carry, sadly. Yeah, it's, it is very team reliant because you're just, you're waiting on your shift more often than not, right? And then you need your team to kind of taxi you around too because holy hitbox. Bastion's hitbox is giant. Well, he's a little bit of armor to compensate, I guess, but holy moly. That guy is a mobile. Which is good, like you said, Connor. I think it's good for Dallas Fuel in a way because they do play very hive mindy. Um, so in a sense, that that comp would be pretty damn decent for them. So, yeah, probably would have been a different situation if um, they had a different read on the meta initially and didn't permistic to to the Zarya. All right, and that leaves us the Atlanta rain. Oh, oh boy. Oh my god. Uh, okay, start, okay, to start this off, can we see where we ranked them um, before going into the playoffs? Um, I, I remember I said Florida I probably mean. predicted them over Florida Mayhem. So there you I go. had Florida winning, so... Just gonna you say had that. Florida winning. Well, really? Connor had Florida winning? Yeah. Who would have thought? No shot. Sure. No sure. that. The truth but was saying. I right? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, can, I, can I at least thank you for, despite the bias for Florida, which is fine, Thank you for not being as insufferable as Jake is about Houston when you're biased. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I'm gonna. I, Bro, I it is crazy. Don't, People don't, I don't know. understand. It is crazy. Like what's what's? I don't even understand what the connection is. Like the bro doesn't work for them anymore. Like <laughs> I don't get it. Like I don't. Do you think, I mean, I I guess, do, you think, do you think if Houston won the championship, Jake would have ran down on stage and lifted the trophy? Yeah, <laughs> he would have ran through the crowd. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess technically, if I had a good, if. I guess technically I can understand in a way because like Houston literally gave Jake everything essentially in terms of like his career, his like platform, like they paid his ass a shit ton of fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, so like I get it. Like, in, in a sense, like I understand having that level. If, if Mayhem gets to that point for like, you know, like obviously right, like right now, like I love the org, obviously, like I love all the people I work with, but like, it's still just a job. So it's okay. like, well, yeah. Okay. There's I, your free plat chat leak as well. It's in Sufferall in the green room too. Like, in a jokey way, of course. Yeah. But like, well, that motherfucker so, goes in on the outlaws. It's not just a, on the desk thing. That guy is 100% in on and off camera. It's not to, a bit. To like it's really him. Degree. Yeah. But it's not a character. It's actually him. People, yeah. people, don't, people don't understand the connection. And I don't want to say the wrong thing here. So this is for yeah. him to explain. But um, just from, you know, obviously chatting with him all year. He did to some degree, I don't know to what capacity, he was helping putting the team together. Whether that was in a like a friend thing or a consultant thing. I'm not I don't know for sure. But there was a connection there in that he at least to some extent, again, I don't know how much, helped how Houston Outlaws get that roster together 
whether it was like you know and he's obviously like really good friends with Chu from that bit for example and like really good friends with happy and you know the management coaching staff all this so like he's really good friends with all those people and to some extent he helped put the team together so you know he he was not on the team like when they put it together but there is some connection there and obviously you know that's why he he cheers for them so you know it's not it it's is not also, like fucking different it, chapters, just like Jake right. and Muma versus Fearless and Chu and Violet. You know, it's yeah. It, it was to some degree like pretty close to all those players last year, right? As well, but yeah, it is like I said before. It is is a funny thing. It's not like uh, no, not like yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, yo, We're just laughing. It's just laughing. It's just, it's just laughing. funny. What, what is funny is this top four, you know, Western region thing, which you know, we again, we don't have to really go hard on, but every every tournament, he just goes like. Yeah, Western Region top four, baby. And, yeah. you know, I did feel bad for Avril oh when Atlanta God. Rain took a 2-0 lead and Jake was just like, sorry, Avril, sorry, bud. Yeah. It's uh, it's Atlanta Rain. They're going to sweep the, the spark. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Dude. There, do you hear it? Mine is, going, mine is popping I up hear right the, now. I hear the noise. Mine is mine not going off. I don't oh, care about you. The United States States. You're British. Not you're British. Come here. Come here. Oh, no, there it is. Oh, there's mine. Wait, this, I have multiple the, the phones going The box is not off. soundproof, <laughs> by the way. Come here. It's okay. It's okay, Siri. <laughs> this this oh, box is definitely okay not it's soundproof. It'd be funny if all the British people in the US didn't get the alerts. Like, oh, we don't care about you. <laughs> that would be very funny. No, it's gone off again. It went oh. off in Spanish this time. <laughs> it went off in Spanish. That was spooky. I know. That was spooky, Siri. Loud noises. No. I can't well, read Spanish, but I read the English one, so. Have I asked anyone one? No, I got one. Oh, the did. box, the, the 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 box of horrors contained it. <laughs> the box, the box held it the within. It, it's trapped. Many horrors. It's trapped like a horror crux, like a like some sort of vault. It it sucks it all in. It. <laughs> you know they. Speaking of pet stuff, Johnny, they they're doing part of the shoots. They're looking for. They're looking for me to bring in my cat into the office. They're like, do you want there to you shoot go. a commercial with your cat? And I'm like, my cats are very traumatized right now between moving and. Oh, me yeah. going to Toronto right after, and then they had to get a cat sitter and everything. Like, they've had more. They've had they've had more trauma than Atlanta Rain fans. Currently, <laughs> wow, that's wow. saying a lot. Damn, that's yeah. a that's a segue. I like that. That gets us back into Atlanta. I'm I emotional. Mean, what a what a joke of a bracket from uh, Plat Chat Enterprise. An absolute joke bracket. Well, look, okay, like you you pretty much had to do it, you know. Like we they at were least the best said would win, though, right? Yeah, we, like, we, got right. yeah, we had the yes. Mayhem win. So, at least. And the Mayhem beating Boston in the semis. So, yeah. like you know the, that side is semi-correct. This graph is so... This uh, uh, bracket is so funny, too, because it looks like a double limb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it looks very funny. Especially with, like, grand finals, having finals and the grand finals is kind of funny. Yeah, I think... I, I mean, I think overall, like, realistically, we don't have, like... Like the bracket looks right on the the other half of the bracket looks pretty like like we got yeah we minus the outlaws the fuel minus the outlaws fuel other like their their yeah. losers you know bracket round two like if we just swapped if we swapped outlaws Atlanta this would be a fucking accurate bracket yeah like, really yeah. accurate and and the reason why I remember the reason why at least my reasoning for outlaws was obviously the burnout stuff but I said when we did this spread I said where are the upsets because I know there's gonna be upsets. Where are they? Like, we can't just have the favorites winning every game. So we decided the Outlaws losing was going to be the upset. Just no one expected it to be the rain, I guess. Yeah. 
And we have more faith in the Infernal than fucking Roston did. We, we gave him a map, bro. <laughs> no, he said no, he, he said, said he was going to map. map. Yeah, he said they were going to map. He said he was going to map. Oh, he said, oh, yeah. my bad, my bad. Yeah, he said they were going to map. We had the same level of faith, then, but they got yeah so i mean realistically yeah, this wasn't yeah. that bad outside of the the rain was the one that that got us not really yes. the other side of the bracket you swap spark and rain then yeah kind of but where did, where did this bracket spark? is trash what are we talking about it was really bad because we also had spark going out we didn't have them winning a single game i no. said they'd beat london personally but mm. yeah we'll never know oh they did they fucking bird fucking two uh, in, a, in a matchup that was the most insane run, I think, from any team was Sparks. I, I think the Sparks storyline was one of my favorites this tournament. All right. So, Atlanta Rain, they get reverse swept by the Hangzhou Spark. They opted into the Winston stuff. Leave and Shy popped off. Monk had, like, played some of the best Overwatch ever played. Gushui's Doomfist and Winston was phenomenal. And Atlanta Rain... Just couldn't keep up with the Winston in that match. Um, I think Albert said on stream yesterday that his thesis was that Albert at this time, because he just did a long stream, he's like the 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 the, the fourth co-host, the fifth co-host. Thank you, Albert. <laughs> All your opinions. But um he basically was like Atlanta Rain tried so hard to beat the Saria shit that they didn't really practice anything else. So like they were underprepared for London Spitfire and stuff like that. That was his thesis. So like they just didn't have the right read. Because they were so focused on beating the Sorry Genji. That was his thesis. Well, um, my understanding of this team is like, first of all, they were not really preparing to play Hawk. Like, Hawk had gotten a abysmally low scrim time, which is not the worst thing in the world because you're, you're trying to focus your team on, you know, the core. And clearly, they weren't wanting to do too much swapping in and out, which is whatever. I'm not saying that that's the issue, but it does mean that. It's too late to shift compositions and shift your preparation because, like the Dallas Fuel, this means that Atlanta were definitely not going to play any Sigma, despite that being one of Hawk's heroes. Hawk can only come into play something like a Doom, which just slots into the rest of Atlanta's prep anyway. It was it was a swap in for Dong and uh, Hawk, which is like they just play the same hero, um, which you could read as a potential mental boomer Dong hack. We can discuss that later. Um, but essentially, they didn't they didn't prep to play anything else. They didn't have. They weren't going to play Ryan. They weren't going to play Sigma. It seems like they weren't even really going to play much Zarya. They were trialing a player for that off tank position. That's despite, okay, Gator says they didn't pick anyone up, which is true, but they were absolutely trying. The trialing was happening. They just didn't get anybody. That's whatever. That's fine. Um, but yeah, Zarya sh made a shift away. They want to play Doom. They want to play Winston. Uh, I don't know what else Rain would have eventually have played if they'd gotten deeper in the bracket, but didn't seem like they'd prepped to play anything beyond that. The, the rumor that I heard as well was that like they really didn't want to play Bastion, like they didn't, they didn't think they had to play Bastion to like, to beat either London's comp. They thought they could like outdive the Reinhardt composition, and they just didn't want to play Bastion in general. And so they were just always going to be one step behind because they thought it was like they thought like Bastion would like go out of the meadow or whatever, and so they they just refused to play Bastion. And obviously, it was like the most important hero turned out to be so. Yeah, I mean, this up. was like, I mean, it was just another better read for them. And I think also they have probably one of the teams that have the least, had to adapt the least throughout the year too. I don't think they really flexed their muscles this year at all for like showing the strength of a coaching staff, pretty much. Like this team found a comp, had the best players for the comp, like pretty much the optimal roster for that composition and played it three-fourths of the year. And then tr essentially tried to play it again.
in playoffs, you know? Um, because, like, this... I, so, to me, this almost feels like this team had atrophied their, like, learning how to play... Learning how to new, new new things in Overwatch muscles, pretty much. Like, they didn't ever have to work those parts of their of their team, ever. Because they played the same shit the whole year. They played the same roster the whole year. They didn't have to, like, learn anything new the whole year. How many Wait, matches did Rook get this year? How many maps overall? I don't, I don't know. I don't even he remember. He played some at the start of the year, didn't he? Didn't yeah. he come in for like Diva at the start of the year? Play like five maps or something? Five to ten like maps? That, yeah. And then, and then Donkai was just like permit in. That's, yeah. Man, that's you, you, could tell, you, could, you could tell the lack of prep because they didn't even have the Arista. Like Boston showed the script versus London. Right. Yeah. And I Rain agree. I, that's that's why I was so clearly, surprised. Clearly, it's, what it says to me is that they didn't prep the Arista. That's what it says to me. Maybe I'm reading into it, but... If you could play an Arista, you probably should have. And clearly they didn't have the Arista in the back pocket. So what the, the, the comps they were willing to play was Winston and Doom and possibly the Zarya, but everyone proved the Zarya was bad, so no Zarya anymore. Yeah, Those so are three comps. And nothing else. No Sigma, no Arista. I don't think they would have been a Ryan team, so we just rule that out. So there's just a bunch of comps they had not prepped at all. They thought they could play this comp. And if they played this comp well enough, that they could beat everything else. And they were, they were wrong. And Which, I don't know, like, I don't know what the deal is yeah. with Wizard Hill because he was there. People are saying, like, oh, he quit the team. Bro, no, I he saw was there. Ass. I saw no, his ass. No, they there flew with him the team. out. They flew him out. They confirmed 100% they flew him out, but he had yeah, left he the roster. So I don't exactly know what the hell his role was or if he was, like, I literally don't know what was going on. He was, I, I don't he understand it. He wasn't chilling in the in the fan, fan section watching in general audience. He was with the team, walking with the team. He was wearing Atlanta gear. Well, they gave him, well, the they staff. gave him, they gave him, uh, they definitely gave him. Um, like a team badge and access, you know, like that's you can give like the teams were able to designate who is flying as a team, like even if you're not actually directly working. There's no like, way I had helping. a team badge, I'm technically not part of the competitive there's, ops. So. There's no way he was just chilling in the corner on his phone playing mobile games. He's, he's probably helping though. I mean, he was a translator, like... also, he was a translator. I forgot, also, I forgot that swing chip messaged me because she's live watching, but yes, he's also he was translating for the team. Because also, remember, Gator can't talk to his roster other than Hawk, yeah. So yeah, he was translating for them. It's tough out here. It is rough. Actually. Yeah. So yeah, yeah they, they brought him back on to do a translation. But it, it still doesn't really matter because either way, it's like, it was very clear, like, with ever, with, with being there or not being there, he was a translator, but like, they weren't prepped across just, anything except, except, except a couple of comps. I'm just, I'm just saying people like, oh yeah, maybe it's because, you know, Wizard left the team and they lost coaching. I'm like, no, he was there. His ass well, was yeah, there. But, he wasn't, <laughs> but he was not coaching. He was technically translating. Because Gator, I mean, I don't, once I don't again, know what cannot talk to his roster other than Hawk. I would so. find it hard to believe that he wasn't offering some sort of, like, analysis or doing something, like... I don't know. Is he just going to be there, like, hands-off and just, like, nah, I'm just going to translate? I have no idea. Whatever. But I'm even, so, but I mean, if he I'm was doing some coaching, I mean, it just wasn't apparent because they did not... I mean, it wasn't like they didn't yeah. learn anything. They did nothing, like, there was nothing gained. Because to me, I find, I find Atlanta's ro uh, loss to london more egregious than any of their other losses simply because Correct. like this is a team that you knew everything about you had seen teams pull out the blueprint to beat them and you didn't have you just didn't have like the read you know yeah you just weren't able to like make any of it work like that's to me like you you get the fucking furniture instruction booklet it lays out the parts and the pieces okay i got 20 of x i got 50 h bolts like i gotta put this into board j and like, I'm like, but then I'm over here like, holy fuck, like, I, I don't know how to read. Like, I don't know. This is, uh, to me, this is a much, a very egregious loss because this is a, 
not that London was bad because London obviously were masters of this comp. Their players were all really talented at you it. You have all the intel, but you have all the intel, and you have the best on one of the best paper on on paper rosters, if not the best on paper roster in the Overwatch League. You know, essentially. Right. When so, was the when was the last time this happened as well? When a team is so dominant in the regular season, and then as soon as like we sell? get to playoffs, they just absolutely I mean, should. That was six years ago. Season one yeah. in Excel. Sure. I mean, it's was... just like uh, levels levels of egregion, uh, egregion, egregiousness um, that we've not seen in a we, long fucking time, if ever. We have some Soul Infernal Philadelphia Fusion fans in the chat as well. I, I need their help to remember exactly what went down in 2020. When Philly Fusion was like oh. one of the most stacked rosters of all time, and then they got four. I think the there was playoffs. a meta change, though. There was a meta, a meta shift, change? yeah, and yeah. the meta shift blew. That was a Roadhog playoffs meta. That that oh, was an egregious Roadhog player patch. Meta. That was egregious. That sucked. Oh. Um, yeah, that was bad. Was I'm sure there are more examples. Philly well, hey, hey, Gladiators, Gladiators flamed out last year because they couldn't play Reaper. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good example, though. What a hero! <laughs> And also dragons, Shanghai dragons. I don't know. I, I can't remember how good they were regular season, but Shanghai dragons was early last year. Last year. Oh no, no, they were not favorites. That's not the same. They were they were oh, nowhere okay. near favorites last year. Twenty twenty was way more disappointing for dragons losing. Way more disappointing because they were dominant in twenty twenty. If you remember. Right. But I don't know who was favorite in twenty twenty. Philly like, went could... twenty four and two and got sixth map in Korea. Yeah, that's Is true. That true. Is that that's true? true? That's actually insane. Yeah. Twenty. I remember. Th I remember they. I remember they lost, and then Arnold like shit talked them on Twitter, which was really funny as well, because they got three would by. Oh no, it was afterwards. Sorry, it was afterwards when Philly announced they would uh, stay in Korea for twenty twenty one, and Arnold's like, "Do you guys come back just to get three would again or something?" I was like, "Oh, this there's there's the spice. I'm loving it." Yeah. I remember doing plat chat in twenty twenty, and like that win rate, which is like insane. Shanghai were twenty seven and two, and Philly were twenty four and two. Seven and two. Yeah, no, it was it was unbelievable how good they were. Yeah. That I I know I'm just reminiscing now, but that that Philly roster of Sado, Fury, Carpe, EQO, Ivy got some playing time, Hisu, Alarm, Funny Astro, Boombox. That was an insane roster. That was crazy. Mainly stacked. Um, all right. Um, I I know there were some Atlanta Rain toxicity rumors shit, uh, which obviously then were like retracted or whatever. Chio himself tweeted that there were internal issues going on. Or no, he he he, he Chio didn't tweet. He wrote in his something. Discord. Oh, Lip Lip said it in was his it Discord Lip? that that okay. there was like internal. But like that could mean all sorts of things. Like there's no way to like realistically interpret. Like, yeah, what yeah, that could mean yeah. Let me cook. Day. Let me cook. Let me cook. But basically, the point that I wanted to make is that everyone with Atlanta Rain like bombing out of the playoffs. There's been like a headhunting going on on Reddit and Twitter and everywhere, just like. Whose fault is this? Whose fault is it that Atlanta Rain flamed out like this? Atlanta Rain, to me, had the symptoms of, like, it's not just one person's fault. Like, it was a boom team. Something went wrong in this team. And it's probably not just one single person's fault. So, don't go out there and just... You know, I know a lot of people like to hate on Gator and whatever. It's not just Gator's fault. It's not just... You know, their DPS fault for playing, not playing Bastion or whatever. Like, it's not just one person's fault. This was a team that was boomed and apparently had internal issues, okay? So, that's not a great environment to perform your best in. So, I just cautious people to not, to not, like, go too hard on individual people and blaming. But we'll see what comes out with the internal issues bit.
because I mean I'm um, sure a lot will come out of season. I'm just there was some well, gossip, can... but I think I'll let we can at least themselves. we can at least talk about Dong Ag as well because I was really heartbroken during his um acceptance speech for Rookie of the Year. He was obviously like very unhappy, upset with his, the performance, and I I think there was a lot of pressure put on that guy because he's a 17 year old rookie who wasn't even like a big time player in contenders. I I remember I specifically slept hard on Dong Ag. I was like, why Atlanta picking him up? Because he had he did not have a good run of contenders. Now he proved me wrong. I did vote for Rookie of the Year, so I, I felt like he, in my eyes that reputation got turned around. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of pressure being put on him. I'm not I I can't say from where because I don't know. I don't know who or what. Maybe everything at the same time. You're the only dude on the team who's like not a giga veteran with multi chips and all that. Um, but also I'm pretty sure for the playoffs, I can from my perspective. I can say that Hawk probably wasn't meant to be played. Like, not that I don't think he should have been played, but I don't think the team was planning on playing Hawk. Because he comes in and just plays the same hero as Dongak anyway. They barely scrimmed with Hawk. Like, a very good authority. They they pretty much didn't scrim with Hawk at all, except, like, maybe at the start with Zarya. Dongak was meant to be playing the whole time. So to see him get subbed out for Hawk, I think it tells you a lot about maybe just, you know, the 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 pressure finally cracked. The mentally, Dongak finally cracked. I mean, it just, it was too much for him. So and it you could have been a lot of different on the stage on that interview, right? Like you were saying, he was barely was speaking. It was it was tough, man. Like that guy was obviously, like you mentioned, seventeen, also living in a different country as well for the first time. He's he does have um, like fellow Korean players there as well, so that's probably comforting in in some kind of way. Who have lived in a different country before, but still, like that's that was rough, man. And yeah, having him on stage and like not really knowing how to. Well, not probably not knowing how to act, but like he was nervous as shit and just like, man, we just got fucking dominated. Like, what do I say here that could make something better? Or like, yeah, it was just rough. I felt so sorry for the guy. I mean, I think also people were, there's also a narrative a lot, and it happens with a lot of awards, awards in, and this is an esport across the thing, and I'm sure in sports as well. And it's not something only in Overwatch League where like, Awards come out and people are like, these awards are dog shit. Okay, I could have done this so much better. You're, you're the worst at picking awards and I would always pick the proper awards. And it's like, when, when, and this is typically also very related to like Dong Hack. This is partially related to Dong Hack getting Rookie of the Year, but also like the Rule Stars and such like that. Um, now granted, the Rule Stars in this particular instance, I think were bad, but that's because of the region split requirement, not because of some of the other picks. Uh, yeah. But like, I think that Dong had getting Rookie of the Year is a perfectly reasonable Rookie of the Year. Like, he had a great year. Like, he was a rookie player and a very veteran team, and he had a good performance. Obviously, he was super supported by his team, but, like, I don't think... There was not enough individual mistakes from Dong Hack and like enough good performance of him to, like, warrant that. So I feel like he probably, like Avril was talking about, he had so much pressure on him. He had a lot of pressure from this roster. A lot of pressure from the fans um, being attached to this roster. Uh, a lot of people didn't believe in him. Like going into this year, I myself was skeptical of his pickup as well. Um, but he played really well. And I think like, and then going out there like just was a huge mental toll. So I, I think Dong Hack Rookie of the Year was a perfectly deserved Rookie of the Year because this also was not like a year rich with like rookies per se. Um, for like people, there wasn't like, there was only a couple options that were going to be made. And like, of course you're going to pick the rookie that was on the team that absolutely dominated the league for three-fourths of the year, you know? And was, like, a, and played pretty much every match and looked good. Like, that just 
is just common sense, you know? Um, so yeah, it was hard. It was very hard, I think, for... And their, and their system, unfortunately, also, I mean, the Atlantrain system was, like, it didn't set Donghak up for, like, a huge amount of success because it's clear they wanted to be a full Korean roster and they kept Hawk and they didn't play him. And, like, it's going to be so hard for them to make a swap to, like, other compositions when Hawk doesn't get sent to me on a playtime while not speaking Korean, you know? Like, that that setup for any tank player is going to be hard because then essentially it's going to force you to be like, well, we have to play Donghak again, you know? He speaks Korean. He's been playing all year. Like, we have to play him. Um, so it's like, that's one of the situations where I think it's like the roster building going into that is really interesting because it's like, do you not see the writing on the wall, um, for if that were potentially happen? Were you just expecting that could just be like, maybe they thought they were going to split a lot more play time. Um, so it's a hard situation to be in. I think for a rookie tank player, for a bunch of those caliber players or like literal legends, people that have won the grand finals, you know, before, um, being your teammates. I mean, and there's an expectation after doing so well the regular season two in that one meta that you're like, well, they're going to do well in playoffs as well. Because And we thought that too. We thought that was the exact same shit. We were like, well, they're going to do well because they're just a sick team. And then they, he, he received, at least in the Overwatch League, as you were saying before, however, we didn't stand out in contenders or anything. They finally hit that brick wall and it was like, now they start losing. And it's just like, for a rookie player, that's hard. And that's where I guess coaching in a way would come into it and like other players around you and to be like, hey, it's okay. Like we're going to win. We're going to keep winning kind of thing. But maybe the environment just wasn't there for him to, to flourish. And even in moments when you are losing and this is not the way things were planned out and this is not the way we've been playing in the regular season and it's not the same results. Like that's got to be so fucking hard. So uh, yeah, it's rough, man. It's rough. I... If there's anything as we walk away from this nuanced conversation that's, you know, a bit tough to talk about because we don't have the inside, I just don't want people to ha take away the opinion that uh, Donga crumbled under pressure. Um, if you had to ask me, he was not set up to succeed in the playoffs. No, um, it's really hard. I mean, if anything, the yeah. player that you expected more from that didn't have a great performance was Lip. Um, I, um, I think we're going to hear more about why atlanta lost the way they did sure sure forward. i'm just but we're purely looking at the server wide performance like i still think that like when when you have a team of veterans like people won the grand finals like that's when you want them to show up for you that's when you need yeah. that performance for them and like people are putting a lot of the pressure on the dong hack and like they're kind of giving and like I, I don't think and also i don't think pe i think people were ragging on lip too i'm just saying that like there should have been a lot more that's one of those moments where lip needs to kind of like step up for that roster right especially when we have him and like I, and and i still have him I still have him in my top three Overwatch League players of all time. Like, 100%. Like, he's up there alongside, like, pretty much he's up there alongside, like, you know, your Violets, um, your fucking Fearless, you know, like, you know, essentially, like, those type of players that are, like, they're, like, a top three Overwatch League player of all time. And, like, they earned that position. Like, or Profits, I should say. I guess Fearless is technically probably around there, but not quite in the top three for me. Um, but it's, like... And it just didn't pan out for them. Like it was, it was just, and I, and also, but still, all of that stems is not even wholly Lip's fault. Where like individual players in Overwatch, it's even Overwatch Two, where it's more individual centric, can they have a lot of impact? But there's only so much you can do if the other team is like very also extremely talented players that are just have the better meta read on you. You know, like there's just not much else that you can be done if you're just getting game rolled on a macro level. And that's like what happened to the rain here. What happened to the rain was just a failure across their macro read for in the playoffs and i don't really blame 
I don't blame individual performances here because they, like there just wasn't any creativity with their approach to the game. So it just was an unfortunate it was an unfortunate system wide failure for them as they entered playoffs. Yep. Uh yeah. For sure. Atlanta Rain. I think we'll hear more. Um, do you gotta go, Avast? I mean, no one's come and got at me yet, so I'm gonna keep being in here for a bit until they kick me out. Rapal. SMH. Maybe drop my phone into the you spelled toilet wrong. Because of that amber alert. <laughs> Toiled. Toiled. Oh, into the yeah. toils. RuPaul also, RuPaul is my goat because he, he's, he fulfilled another prop. He helped fulfill the prophecy of the final bottom four team in the Overwatch League getting a ring. You know, now yeah. every bottom four yeah. team for season one has won a ring. But Crazy also he's fulfilled stat. the prophecy of like a Western player being the one player on a five, on a Korean, full Korean roster. And especially a support player and it being really good. But also the dude is just, the guy, man's, man's funny. Like, he rolled up to the after party. He, like, had to go freshen up. Pulls up in his jacket. He's in his full jacket and his slacks. He's in his booth. He's, like, they, our manager, uh, our old competitive operations guy, uh, John. He, he's, he's still with the company, but he's no longer in that role. He, Albert now has his role, essentially. But he's, like, he's my goat, essentially, because he... Uh, He's like just middle-aged guy that just loves esports. That just like super chill. He's in this after party in his jeans and mayhem jersey, and he goes to the booth where like RuPaul and everyone's sitting there, and he's just he just pulls up first thing, and he's just like bottles of Don Perignon right away. Get them over. <laughs> and I was like John, like we're getting like the tickets and stuff for the drink counters, and like we only had like two tickets, you know? Yeah. And that you only got paid two for, like, tickets. A... I only got one, bro. Yeah, like, uh, we don't care about the really, casters. Right? We don't. We don't really care yeah, about the cast. Yeah, yeah. I actually gave my other ticket to. I think I gave it to like. I gave it to Seth. I think I gave my other the, ticket to so Seth because the person at the door was like, "Yeah, we're running out of tickets, so you're only." Yeah, I gave my other ticket to Seth. And then, like, we only have a 70, we only have, like, a set per diem, typically, per day from the company. But, like, John was, like, uh, so when John, John pulls up the count, he's, like, I'm going to get, like, we got to get Don Perignon. We got to get, like, some $800 tequila for the team. I'm, like, bro, I don't know if this is covered by the per diem. And he's, like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I got this one. And I'm just, I did look up to the Florida Man table. Yeah, I know. And then RuPaul's in his, he's out in his blazer next to, like, this crazy, like, all these bottles around the table and stuff. Like, Legend. dude was so funny. Just legendary. Checkmate was legendary checked man. out. I'm not talking drunk. I'm talking, like, sleepy. Checkmate no, he, was, no, he, he was, was out. No, he was so drunk he fell asleep. That's what oh. it was. He was so drunk he fell asleep. <laughs> like, when we, were, when we were leaving the bar, uh, we also saw, like, I was even with a very, with a very drunk Kevin and Tasmo, and we were walking out of the bar and then opener was coming down the stairs with their team manager and he just like literally full like walking down folded like quapped like over <laughs> like fell over over like a bike rack and i was like holy <laughs> shit are he okay he's like yeah he's good he's good and then we, they walked away it was like oh, uh funny stuff um, funny stuff all right as we start to wrap up this segment, uh, I need to ask Avril to stop getting baited by YouTube chat as they're in a very furious conversation. About is Kevin arguing with YouTube chat right yeah. now? Is that what he's I haven't heard him type in a while. There's a, there's what, a fucking what's going troll. On? There's, a, there's a troll in YouTube chat. Just like, come on, Avril. We're better than this. Is that what's out. happening right here? Is he, he fighting me, with YouTube chat? He called me an NA Andy, which I found to be very ironic. An um, NA Andy? Yeah. <laughs> this guy? Bro, bro, thinks, bro thinks he was arguing with Jake. Anyway, no, I, yeah. I, I think um, 
I think what were we talking about Atlanta? No, we're talking about the part. We're done. We're, we're done. We're, we're, we're moving we on. Long bro, we, we were just talking, talking about, about Tampa on, buddy. We're, we're, now we're, we're moving on. Good. What is our next? I, sh uh, I shook his hand. I'm surprised he didn't bring the trophy over to the party because that would have been cool. No, because that shit was impossible to lug around the streets of Toronto because it's in the case. No, you just need like five people to hold it. Five people just yeah. Lift it, the case um, on their shoulders. It was, it was like a real nice after party, not in like a sense of like cool drinks or whatever, but in the sense that like everybody was there. And it was yeah. nice to just like be in the same. But there's so much better than the after party. I mean, there was no after party for Grand Finals last year. So I think Toronto set up. Thank you. Overacted. Toronto media. did. Yeah. Overacted. That's the one thing that they do always, they're always very invested. It's their fucking employees working the door, too. Like, I'm talking like these dudes are the, the people, like, these are like. It would be the equivalent of like if you were, if we hosted an after party, it would be like if I was working the doors, like you, I, I was the one standing tickets and hate doing that. that. I've done that. I did it before to Mayhem Watch Party. I was the one that scanned the tickets. Oh, there you go. For the one that we had in office earlier this year. Yeah, I was a regular employee. It was a good time. Yeah, I obviously got to be careful about talking about after party stories and stuff because again like go about leaking shit that happened like that no i mean there was but nothing i, say, I mean it was just you fun hear times, about this you know? person I, yeah yeah no no, no i'm just saying that's Whoa. a preface pre that uh a few of us did go to karaoke at 2 30 a.m yep. um one hour before they closed and i'm not gonna is that where know, all the leaks happen i you know i'm not gonna you know say everybody that was there but um me and scott we were crushing it on the mic me and costa we were singing our lungs out um uh, Golden Boy was there too, and uh, we we had a great old time. We were singing some Bohemian Rhapsody, you know. Uh, we're, we we sang some Mr. Brightside, uh, all kinds of good good songs. And then towards the end of the night, it got a little bit emo. Uh, <laughs> got a little bit emo. It got a bit sad. Um, there was a very a very sad Chinese song that came on um, for the last song of the night. Um, I can't. I don't know what the name is, but it got sad. Because the, uh, I got one question the... for you guys. Is it Jover? <laughs> oh, is it Jover? <laughs> is it Jover? <laughs> All of it. Is it Jover? Yeah. Is everything Jover? Oh, yeah. Overwatch League. Uh, I, I mean, mean like, like, the Overwatch League tweeted out. Like, it's Jover, I, I, essentially. I mean, you well, guys literally did a segment Jover, on broadcast but... where you read out the eulogy to the league. You literally said like, "Hey guys, like, you lived a great life, and uh, it's fucking dead here." You guys no, literally did a no, eulogy. No, that's not quite what Zoe said. She, she I know it's not quite beautiful... what she said. Yeah, but you know, let's let's try to be clear here. But Zoe did have like, I think it was like a two minute thirty second, like amazing. Yeah, it was like two and a half minutes about it the was community, an speech. community. Um, <laughs> what someone in the chat? Was, Why is Johnny talking in the cadence of Trump? I don't talk yeah. in the cadence of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> but but so we had this amazing speech lined up, and then they did like a big montage at the end that was obviously phenomenal. I cried, cried multiple times. Jake cried. Yeah. Um, Everybody had tears in their eyes uh, during the whole thing. It was. Be real. So I, oh, dude. I, oh, I, oh, oh my heart. I couldn't oh. hear the speech, so I wasn't sure what was going on. I couldn't hear what was being said. Well, it was it was, I had to rewatch it. It, it was beautiful. It. I'm it also was. really glad for the last season of the year as well, on top of all the great new talent that have been here and those that exist, and that Golden Boy was there to cap it off. Yes. I think to go to. Alex being there uh, was really nice because he's there to start of the league, and he's just like such a great guy. Um, and I think it was really good to have him there for the end of it, potentially. Not that the end is for sure. Just, you know, just, just saying, if there was an end, hypothetically, 
that that would be great to have him there for that. Um, but I mean, if we're being if we're being more less sentimental, more serious in certain ways, I don't know which one do we want to start. We start sentimentality first, or we want to go talk, um, discussion first. Well, I I didn't think Solomon would just pull off this clip immediately. I'm gonna be honest. So this, <laughs> I I wasn't going the sentimental direction, but then you know obviously this was uh, a huge ending to the show. Uh, I think you know I'm just speaking broadly. I think there's a sense of we don't really know what's gonna happen, and so you know if if nothing else, this is some kind of um, moment, you know. Uh, so it's not just like goodbye, good night, bye, and like I don't know, we don't know. But the the thing I wanted to bring up was the tweet that the Overwatch League tweeted out because guys, come the fuck on, we're Plat Chat, we're the biggest Overwatch League esports podcast there is. Like, come on, we had Overwatch League tweeted out that with the completion of the 2023 Overwatch League season, we will be focusing on building our vision of a revitalized esports program. Revitalized esports program. I have no idea what this means. Um, reportedly. The owners haven't voted on anything. We have no idea what's revitalized esports. You say reporting, Avro, uh, not Avro, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, from me, his fucking me. stream, Albert. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the, the owners Albert meeting, I mean, Albert, Albert was the one that put all no, the information I think, out. Wasn't that a couple months ago? There was some Yeah, there was, there was a couple months ago, months but like, too. essentially, I mean, we can, I mean, it's supposedly the owners meeting is later this year. That's it. The owners meeting is later this year. So there's still a period of some time before right. anything will right. be decided, theoretically. Yeah, so we don't know what the fuck's going on, but this will tweet it out. So I don't know. There's a future. Where do you want to go? From that? Where do you want to go from I, that, Johnny? As our something host. is happening. So I mean, I I'm gonna be honest with you, Vast. I don't know where to go from this because I don't think any of us know where to go from this. But the fact is, like, if we like, we had to somewhat mention that this tweet exists and it's out there, and we don't know what's going on. So that's it. You know, Overwatch well, esports is not going anywhere. There you go. That's you, we've all that every is, single that person that has heard rumors here on this in this podcast yes. right now. We've all heard rumors, and for the public, the rumors are that there is stuff in the works, and some things that Bren fucking even came out with rumors. <laughs> yeah, Bren on his fucking Brenjamin. But essentially, there is plans for Overwatch esports. Some of the plans have theoretically been locked in, even, um, but like. Some of it's really exciting. Some of it, you know, it's all... But at the end of the day, like Johnny said, it's. I think it's all still kind of up in the air. Because there is a, a chance that come later this year, the owners come together and be like, you know what? I didn't ring. I didn't hear the bell ring. I didn't... I, we got to go another bro, round or something, you know? Bro, But if they run it back, bro. Oh. There is a chance that all the owners tuned into Super T of Stream and be like, wait a minute. I th there's meant to be seven years? Oh, shit. We got to do one more. <laughs> yeah, I got to yeah. do one more year. Got to do one more year. Super said we meant to have seven years. We're going to come back. Do one more. So who knows? Like, realistically, there are plans. Everyone's here has heard plans. We've heard plans at, while we're at the finals. But nothing is, like, insanely concrete or confirmed yet. So, like, pretty much the goal is, though, if you are a fan of Overwatch Esports, that there are plans for Overwatch Esports to continue in some form or the other, even if the Overwatch League does not exist. And some of it's kind of exciting and could be very interesting. And, like, it's still, even the plans have sound like they potentially look for a long-term future, even, like, like, you know, like two, four years, something like that, like terms of like outlook type of thing. Um, yeah. Just by the way, like, I, I think the league, even as it was, was heading into, I wouldn't say profitability, but definitely sustainability. Because outside the super teams who spend big, a bunch of teams made money this year. 
including yours of us. So it's like, you know. Uh, we... Yeah, I mean, I think there's, yeah, I mean, we made money, we made money before the grand finals. So now I'm just exactly. going to say, you know, we've been schmaking money after the grand finals. We're, as long as Overwatch League can pay out, uh, as long as they can pay out the, the grand finals prize pool, as long as they can pay that out, then like, you know. But like, that also depends. I mean, like, they definitely made better conditions, market conditions for teams and teams themselves. Teams themselves were also one of the number one biggest offenders for why it wasn't sustainable because they fucked themselves constantly over their own spending. Um, but like, it just depends on like what, because like part of the reason why the sustainable got better was that there was like, you know, conditions that the league itself set up. So like, I just, it just depends on what the level of support and because like, that's kind of where we're where, like the biggest question mark when it comes to esports in general is like, what is the level of developer support behind it? And like where and like where is the budget coming from? How is it allocated? Like what how like what's the attachment? So like that's all up in the air still a little bit, all very much up in the air um, in terms of how that's gonna work. But yes, teams have had a good fight. If you were not dumb and you had a good yep. support structure, or like or if you just were very low spend, you could have had a decently sustainable year. Um. So and, yeah, I did. You guys have anything to say? I think. Um... Like to be honest, like I'm so I'm so literally clueless meme that like I like there's there's been a lot of times in Overwatch history that like I I've had no idea what's coming next whether it's like format. Uh, are you the least juiced on... up? What I thought you would are you are you the least juiced up? I thought you were juiced up. No, Johnny. I think I, I think I am. I think compared to the average like community, like I I I don't have a lot of juice. I don't speak to anybody. Like, I don't speak to people. I know people who, like, go around and talk to coaches, talk to players, and, like, I don't, I don't, I don't do that stuff. Like, I don't. So, I just talk to I am in general just, <laughs> no, no, I am very clueless, usually, yeah. That's but, surprising like, to me, but, okay. But, yeah, so, I, I have no idea to what to expect. Because, like, I mean, that's even, it. like, that's the, the, the numbers, yeah. budgets, like, I, I've had... Uh, you know, Albert's stream was like, I learned so much stuff that I know what it'd be about. Like, when it comes to salaries, like, I had no fucking idea, like, some of those huge salaries. Like, I know there were some really expensive salaries going on in, like, 2018, 2019, or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, but like, that, those were some numbers that were thrown out. I had no idea 2018 to 2020 about. Overwatch was peak fucking ridiculous. That was, like, double salaries. what I thought it actually was. Yeah. So, And the crazy um, part is, those level of salaries were in CDL until last year. They yeah. still had that level of salary in CDL. They and that was still, a much more average. It was still at least two of those salaries in 2021. At least two. As, as yeah, late so as 2021. Yeah. It's, uh, so when it comes to like budgets and asset managing and like running a franchise, like I have no idea what like the owners want or what they think or like where think, people want to take this. And I, so like, I, think, I feel like, a, you know, yeah. I heard that the format themselves was from the owners for the playoffs too. When we think about like butt-offs and but like part of the format for this third, fourth place match being pushed so heavily, by the way, for playoffs was because owners wanted a third, fourth place match because it guaranteed a better because essentially in the double limb bracket, there is no um in the double limb bracket, like theoretically, like they the like it's it, like they wanted the third, fourth because it guarantees a chance to like pretty much like do the prize pool because even though I think a double limit works the same, right? Because lower if you do a lower final? grand finals, like because in a double limb, like if you win lower grand, you go to finals for first, second, and if you lose, you get third. Um, but I think like there was some sort of reasoning, like why they wanted this, or where the owners pushed this format essentially because they could more 
concretely like split up the prize pool or something like i don't know like but that that the point is like there's some of this stuff when you deal with formats for the league itself is that owners themselves push for that because they want extra money in certain ways like extra like guarantees of money i don't really know how it would work for this format i don't know why that would make sense because double limb you already get a third and fourth place anyways like the winner of the grand final of the lower grands go to they'll go to a finals I... the loser of that is third place i had so many different things about format and how we ended up here it's it's to me i'm more confused now than i was before yeah um and i think there was I'll, I'll just mention this now i don't know if this was the right time to bring it up but we're kind of just talking about how things will be in the future and how things have been like yeah sean got a lot of blame i think he's i think he's coughed too much blame like he is just the most visible person that people like to point their finger at, and he's not even that visible he's not like massively tweeting up a storm and just being super public about it anyway maybe that's maybe people just want him to say more but there has been so much more going on behind the scenes, so much pressure from different from different directions in terms of what different parties want, what the teams want, what executives want, what this person wants, what that person wants, that party wants. To try and make a format that pleases everybody was definitely a challenge for Sean. And look, I, I let that do know. I, I spoke to him one-on-one -on -one about the format. I, I said a lot of stuff publicly as well about things I didn't like. And um, yeah, I mean... I just think there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that unfortunately can't really be talked about just because there's just so many complexities. I mean, I I got me even talking to teams about it, I got more confused about the format than before because I, I had originally thought like, oh, did were the teams trying to do something here? But then certain teams were like, no, that that we didn't ask for that. Like that's not what we wanted. And it's like, okay, well, who asked? Who who did this thing? It's just weird. It's there was so much going on. The the situation got a lot more complicated than I realized. So I think um I don't know. I think Sean probably got a little bit too much blame. I don't think it's all on him. Is what I'm saying. I, th I think that's I, I think that's fair. I mean, it, there there are like owners. There's people who run Blizzard, um, and you know, like th it's it, there's so many people involved when it comes to making those decisions. That again, it's not like one person doing that job. You know, so I yeah, I can see. You. I can see where you're coming from. It's not again. It's like the Atlanta Rain situation again. It's like it's not one single person. Like it's there's so many moving pieces, right? So anyway, also not malicious. It's definitely you know it wants to do best for the esport and best for Overwatch League and whatever. So yeah, but I think people confuse that as well sometimes. Like it's not yeah. malicious. He did try his best. Yeah, to please every party involved, you know. And no, exactly, no one's ever yeah. going to know, including us, the intricacies of like making that decision or decisions around the Overwatch League, right? So, Overwatch yeah. Esports. I've got nothing else. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But I can, I can, I want to say one positive thing about, about next year. I think, um, I think a decent number of teams would still like to continue in Overwatch Esports, regardless of what it looks like. So, you know, the brands that we're used to now, the teams that we're used to now. I mean, I, I, will there be teams leaving? Probably. I think some teams have been trying to leave for years. That's fine. The teams that don't want to be here, I would like to see them gone anyway. The teams that do want to be here, I think, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to have some level of continuation for those franchises who would like to continue playing if whatever, yeah. whatever next thing, yeah. next year's thing is. I think that's a really good point, actually. Which is, which if is, the I ecosystem think... makes sense, Misfits will be there. If the ecosystem the... makes sense will be there so uh, and just, uh to add on to that as well i think people also get still up in arms not in up in arms i guess but it, they, people still assume sorry um that every team 
just wants the league to die or like what well, they want out kind of thing and that's not the case at all like speaking yeah to i think that's a bit like, of a misconception actually that like it is, every, it is. everyone it, everybody assumes, assumes that you'd opt into the money and leave wants to leave yeah and which is really not the case and you, you know you can tell some teams and like management owner groups etc don't really want to be here which is fine I think that's okay. And this kind of reevaluation of like the esports landscape within Overwatch will um will give them, I guess, an option. It's like, hey, if you want to be around still, great, like fantastic. But you know, if uh, if not, then let's go. Um Bad Pachamari League. Yeah. Bad Pachamari League. Bad Pachamari League. I mean, I'd be down. BPL? Yeah. I do need rent, so you know, BPL, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, Joss. Um I did have some people come up to me and ask me what's happening with Platchat Overwatch in the offseason and what's going to happen with this uh, now. We're cancelling the show, actually. That's what's <laughs> happening. Um, I asked, someone asked um, me on the stream yesterday, Johnny, whether they, they always ask me, they come in on a Monday or a Tuesday and they say, hey, are you doing Platchat this week? And I always put the question to them. I say, if you say yes, then we will run Platchat this week because I'm in full control of how the episodes run. But if you say no, the episodes will no longer run. So, you know. You put in chat right now if you want Overwatch, uh, Platcha Overwatch to continue, then we'll continue. But if you say no, then Platcha Overwatch is dead. We're gonna put it up to a, a jury. I'm going to be I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> about about two months ago, if you asked me two or three months ago, I would have said that I probably wanted to do Platcha Overwatch in the off season, and like I would just like because people people don't understand that last off season especially. That was like, it's brutal. Like, there's nothing going on. There's no content. There's nothing going on. And you have to come on and talk about a show. So I generally thought that, like, if you asked me two, three months ago, I said that um, I probably wouldn't have done Plastic Overwatch. Would and that I, have been I, I a, know, the main reason? Know. Because there's no content? Or would it, was there another reason? Uh, well, uh, another yeah, reason might have been maybe like job security, maybe go finding a job supporting my family. Cause yeah, but I, don't know I didn't realize happen. that one show a week for like three hours is going to prevent you from doing that. Well, we literally record like in the middle of a weekday. Yeah, we could always just so, fucking move it. Yeah, we could have. The only but, reason we did it these times because you, because I, like, I would love to move it. It's just you guys want to do it in the middle of the fucking day. Yeah, I don't know. Shit. I don't know. I'd love to do it I later just, in the day, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, I, Avril would love to do it actually at normal time, Australia. Yeah, time he'd love day. to do it in the evenings, yeah. <laughs> like this, uh, we have full control over the schedule. We can do it whenever we want. <laughs> yeah. As long as yeah. it comes out after Tuesday, I think it's fine because Tuesday is update day. I don't know. I guess what I'm saying was like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I had no idea if I, if I, like me literally trying to, you know, do my life or whatever like if i would have had to like move on and do something else to like support my my family or whatever or, you know get income but all that miserable shit being said <laughs> i think we're keeping it going we gotta keep going every week so the people gotcha. who asked <laughs> the people who asked the playoffs who were like so sad like it's over it's jover we're gonna keep it running in the offseason we're gonna keep it running for world cup and I don't know if you can call this an off-season. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But we're going to keep it running and make a show, weekly show, as long as we can. So I mean, World Cup is in, what, yeah. a month? Yeah. Yeah. So but then what? Have to survive, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, after, I think there's a conversation Whoa. to be had after that. I also think there's a conversation to be had, like, we don't have to keep the frequency the exact same in the off-season. We could always do No, nah, we're going to keep it running. 
okay. you don't want to be on a vest, that's cool. Uh, I'll be here no I matter mean, what. It, de it depends. It depends on. I think on... we should talk about frequency personally. I mean, Just... I mean, also, I doesn't my my works my schedule with that with mayhem season being done. My schedule is loosened a bit, so like I'm fine to still be on all the time. So like whatever, we should be doing this offline chat. We should be Maybe yeah, we we should do this offline. But we should do this offline. You know, another thing I heard at the post, uh, I had I had several people come up to me and do, be like, do more do more episodes with uh, players and staff. So might be cooking up some episodes hey, with players and staff. Can we do that? That is very yeah. good content for off-season. Yeah, so maybe we should discuss this off-air. But we're going to keep the show running in some capacity sometimes with people. There we go. Failing that, that failing that, that's there's always aliens. There's aliens. <laughs> oh, there's always aliens. Fuck. There's aliens. Dude, I, I said it to Avril before we went on uh, on air, but like... Some people came up to him and was like, yeah, the alien chat is so based on Vlad chat. I was like, yes, <laughs> dude. There's, there's many of us that like the alien talk. I thought it was so fucking funny. It was one of the first things out of their mouth was like, I really like the aliens talk on Vlad chat. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'll tell Avril. Don't worry. Joss found his one. Joss hey, found his it's one fun, them. man. I love your shit. Yeah. You guys should start on a different podcast. Didn't Matt this, like this a year content. ago say, hey, I want to like uh, expand the Plat Chat brand. We're going to do COD. We're going to do fucking Smash Brothers, bro. We're going to do Apex Legends. Hey, hey, Plat leaks. Chat leaks. Leaks. Hey, what do you up. mean? It was like fucking year and a half ago he said that shit, bro. Come on now. Well, you actually, come on. Come on. Yeah, in, in I mean, there is content for aliens. You just, it's just not all like big content. Like, but like, if you if you could definitely just go through clips of watching alien videos and be like, is this real? <laughs> you yeah, can definitely just what do you scroll think? through what are you, clips. What are you and like then and then you can all do the side branch content. Be like, okay, who are the coolest coolest like fictional aliens? You know, like which which alien race is the coolest? What does this mean? <laughs> then you go on from like from that is like, what type of aliens do you want to be real? And like, how would you want intergalactic society to work? You know, and then like you just keep going. There is an infinite. I mean, it's a universe level of possibilities. Yeah, infinite possibilities with the alien conversation. <laughs> Platcha aliens uh, coming this off season in uh, uh, month after World Cup. Someone, someone said Smash Chat. I don't know Smash Chat. It has Smash di 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 different bad. meanings. You know, we could talk about. There's a be a diversity. What is drunk or is, Smash Bros? What is, I'm assuming what that's is Smash the, Chat. What is the weirdest type of alien you would smash? Would be a topic. Jesus Christ. Ooh. I mean, it would have to be... I mean, you're already getting weird once you get off of, like, anthropomorphic, you know? Once you, get, once you get outside of, like, anthropomorphic, alien, then it's already kind of weird. Because, like, they're... Like, then it's, like... Our human brains are meant to recognize, like, human faces and, like, sort of that. Like, right. once you get off the anthropomorphic... Special yeah, pass alien edition. <laughs> then I think it's odd. <laughs> it gets odd from there. Gabba the Hutt, number one. Probably wouldn't. I think okay. I texted though. Um, all right. Oh, well, with that, with that I like Connor. I, I uh, real work. Before we wrap this it. episode up, you can leave if you want the list. I had one more thing, but you know you can. Leave. Okay, I gotta go. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um. Last just to come on the show well. first to leave. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Actually, He's, yeah, so he is efficient. Boy is boy is efficient. Um. Just quickly, just want to acknowledge as well that um. They did play Overwatch, put out the season seven trailer uh, for next season that goes live uh, October tenth. Yeah, in a week. And it's or, Diablo uh, themed. Holy shit! I just saw this. Look at oh the, uh, my god! Oh, I just saw the Rhine Arturia skin. Oh, yeah. oh, look at the Phara skin. Oh, yeah, I can't. the Phara is Tyrion. Sol Solomon's oh, still trying to find it. I can't. God.
Holy okay. shit, that is, is cool. It's not a cool. crazy theme. Crazy. Insane Bro. crossover. And this is what we were asking for a long time. Do you remember when we were talking about this in season one? I've watched, uh, I've watched two season one. It was like, Holy oh, they could do crossover shit. IPs and shit. Diablo, baby. Yeah. It's you... so sick. Dude, look, look at this Rhino skin. Okay, that's Romatra. Look at the fire skin. Look at the fire. It's, it's fucking Tyrael, bro. Oh, my oh. God. Look at that shit. Look at her fucking wings. Bro. Bro. <laughs> yeah, so Junkenstein's saw... coming back. Fucking, I saw I'm gonna a concept. I, I saw like a fan concept art of, of the uh, Lilith skin. I was like, oh, that would have been cool. But I guess we can never have that now because it's a fan thing. But apparently, that was that, that was real? Was that real? like, yoink. Shit. And, and so yeah, they have this new game mode coming out, Hall new Halloween game mode. What is it called? Trials yeah. of Sanctuary or something like that. Yeah, you get um, like power up upgrades and shit. Oh, look at that! Fight the butcher. Fires, uh, she looks sick. Fires a rocket barrage. That's By the way, cool. is is Event this skins. the most is this the most leaked season of all time? Because I feel like a leak happens and then they just end up announcing it the day later. Because they yeah, have Boga. This, this has been the it. most leaked season ever. Like a while ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, you map. I played this map. Oh, Johnny's the first to play. You won this map. Oh. Away. You did win no. this match, Johnny. It was very epic. Yeah, a very you, epic Jake, and fun throwing. cast. Yeah, actually, I want to talk about. I watch it, yeah. I want to talk about how much. Actually, maybe we'll bring it up after all this. But I just thought it was so funny that Jake and his team prepared so hard for that game. He didn't. No, actually, no, did that, that was the big joke. No, he, he didn't, didn't, didn't prepare. Oh, no. Yeah, he lied. He lied. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, if Jake lied. had taken that so much seriously, we would have fucking lost like three zero. But they did actually troll, and we went to round five. And thank you, Jake. I am very grateful that you cannot through. Look at that game. Um, but yeah, it was going to be so much. Zen gets the this... ducky skin. Look at that. Like, oh. he's got like, the ducky on his head. I like that a lot. Oh, that's cool too. That was, Do you think Halloween is yeah, oh, one good. of our better events mm. in the year? These skins Boys are husband. amazing. They're very good. Yeah, they're very good. People can obviously, you can complain about the cost all you want, but the skins have definitely improved in terms of quality. Yeah. Very wicked. Yeah, I mean, that skin is just insane. Like, a ridiculous skin. Holy I, the, shit. The that Lilith skin yeah. could have been a mythic. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. the thing, actually, well, no. I, 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 no, I don't think so. Just because the mythic skins do need to, like, evolve. Like, the Hanzo is the new mythic skin. Yeah, but you skin, can right, make this the... one evolve. You can make this one evolve. Yeah, yeah potentially. It's I over. Wonder if there are the... <laughs> I can't, that was, that was Bro, the there's no way that was the what a next video. There's no the -Man. way. From the J-Man. <laughs> Thank you, J-Man. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> Don't, Solomon, get the fuck off this thing. Don't, come on. That's so stupid. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about oh, the Overwatch 2 monetary system? Did we, did I ever say, uh, I definitely showed it to people in Overwatch League, but my favorite thumbnail Twitter thing, uh, no, YouTube thing, and I, I actually I actually told the devs about it as well. They fuck, we're fucking laughing too, but it was like, the Overwatch League killed Overwatch 2 PvE? And it was like a big question mark, and then Bobby Kotick and the That's thumbnail That's from Frigida, wasn't it? Um, I, can't, I don't watch? know. I have no I only saw the thumbnail, uh, is the thing. But I was like, that is the funniest shit of all time. Funniest fucking shit. Don't worry, guys. Overwatch. If Overwatch League doesn't come back, the PvE's back on, boys. Like, fuck me. Dumbest shit of all time, actually. It's going to be a good season. Um, I'm, I'm really yeah. hyped about this. Do we want to talk about Sombra rework today or next week? Yeah. We should... Yeah, well... Talk about it next week. Yeah, we should talk about it next week, but um, they just released a graphic. I don't think there's any gameplay except for like a teaser thing. So the virus like thing. Joel there said... There will be gameplay because she'll be playable next week. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. So we'll talk about it then.
but I just wanted to show the graphic real quick, um, if possible, because they had a new, um, new ability. Yeah, there seems to be a bit of commotion. Virus. Yeah. Or virus. And apparently it's like a cube. It's also a cube. It is a cube. Yeah. It, it, it is a skill shot, I'm pretty sure. It's not like a... It is, yeah. Thing. It yeah, looks like fine. Boom. It just tosses a virus. Tosses Infect it, right? enemies. Infect enemies with a projectile that deals damage over time. Yikes. The virus damages hacked <laughs> enemies at a faster rate. Uh, so, yeah, yeah we'll see how this plays. Virus, I guess. But they took Sombra, gave her a passive stealth, and gave her a virus ability. There's and no, so the, there's no the opportunity passive. doesn't stay around anymore by the looks of it. It's just like throw, then TP. Yeah, it's like um, the uh, Loba TP from Apex, yeah? Yeah, yeah, like her bracelet, yeah. Yeah. Uh, except, obviously, different kind of like arcing mechanics and shit, but yes. Right. Essentially, it's... So, um, there's no manual cloak and there's no opportunist so passive that gives you bonus damage on hack. So those two yeah. things are gone. Which is quite cool. So, yeah. I, yeah, it's quite an interesting change. That making making a hero that's like been permanently just around like hiding Transicator and then stealthing into the backline, hacking someone and shooting them is into more of like a... She's more of a brawler now. Like if you can get hack on someone, throw a virus and then just shoot them, like that's going to be the way to play Can it. I say... Oh, I, I mean, we I'll... do want to say we do want to save most of this for next week, but I want to say it right now just as a teaser: EMP virus combo. Somebody dies instantly. A 200 HP hero will just get Probably. giga owned. EMP takes half your HP. Throw the virus on them who they're already hacked. They're just dead, and you can't do anything because they... you're hacked. And your abilities are gone. Will they change numbers on EMP uh, and percentage? Stuff? I guess we'll see. I guess we'll wait and see. Obviously, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Avril, yes. We will discuss that next week. But I'm I'm cautiously pessimistic. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sounds concerning. As a tank player, looks concerning, but I guess we'll see how it plays. Uh so we'll we'll talk more about that. Sombra reloaded. Also, they gonna do the Roadhog rework mid season? I thought the Roadhog rework was gonna come way later. Nice. So, it's so uh, mid season on the graphic, yeah. Yeah, I know, but I'm like surprised at how soon it's coming. So yeah. It's crazy. Well uh it's good. We'll, it's we'll good. talk about that. We'll talk about that next week, and um, when we get desperate, we'll talk about. We'll talk about. Uh, we'll do the league. <laughs> when up, we get desperate, yes. Platch out. Ah, welcome to Platch out off season, everybody. Uh, when we when get joined, when we we'll start talking about leagues. <laughs> once up, yeah, one league. Member one league. Actually, so true. Yeah, yeah one member <laughs> one league. There you go. Um, all right, but that does it for the conclusion of the 2023 Overwatch League season uh, episode. Episode 197, I think this is. Yes. So, thank you, everybody. We're not going anywhere. We got Season 7 to talk about next week. We got World Cup in less than a month. And... Gossip. There we go. Prince yes. Play of the Week. It's going to be great. Stay Prince tuned, everybody. Prince Play of the Week goes to All right. uh, Florida Mayhem. Florida Mayhem. Prince Play of the Week. Someone MVP. We didn't really talk about it, but someone MVP. There we go. Oh, yeah. Someone MVP, yeah. All of Florida. Actually, yeah, we, Florida didn't talk about, we didn't even really talk about MVP. <laughs> That's fine. Well, we kind of did a little bit. We talked Florida about Mayhem. All of Florida Mayhem of the week? Is that oh, right? yeah. I wanted to do... Uh, I wanted to do a, like a, an actual like Platchat award. Postseason award too. Oh, yeah. So like oh. including the playoffs. So like okay. awards including the playoffs. And we can do roll stars without the region locking. And what? then we will throw in some fun awards. Okay. So if you have fun awards... What? 
Oh, yeah, Jack. Sorry, for, the, for the next three hours, we're going to do this. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? We're going to do that now? Like, bro, no, 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 no. Yeah, I was like, for a future say. episode. Yeah, if you, okay. maybe, yeah, maybe. 200? I don't know. We'll see. Oh, wait, that's too late. That's like three weeks later. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But if you have fun awards, put them in the comments down below. And maybe we'll do them if we do an award show. Um, because I, I, I just think it'd be nice to have an episode just like accurately reflecting start to finish who were the best players, who were the most impactful role stars without the region stuff. It'd just be nice to have that like documented somewhere. So in in twelve years you can show your kids Pratchett episode one ninety nine, you know, so they know good. they know what went down. Yeah, but there you go. Uh, Florida man, friends for the week. Florida thank man. you to Solomon for producing as always. Avril Jaws, thank you for staying up, Avril. We appreciate you. Uh, okay. Hope Avas is doing well with the business stuff. We'll see you next week for episode one ninety eight. Take care, everybody. Bye.